Criterion creeps are coming with Jared and RJ from Renoir to Kurosawa and everything along the way. Highbrow, lowbrow, they won't stop until the This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm Wolfpack. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order to release. Right. This week, RJ, yeah. we're taking over a small island and ruling like kings as we started watching Spine 369 in the Criterion Collection. Paul Robeson. Portraits of the artist, not an ass grabber. Okay. Um, just kick, kicking off with The Emperor Jones from 1933, directed by Dudley Murphy, and Paul Robeson, tribute to an artist from 1979, directed by Saul J. Uh, Turrell. Boy. But uh, yeah. first, RJ, man, two weeks. Feels like a long time. Feels like an eternity. How, how you how you doing, old bean? Do you think that the um, the intro was a little rusty there? <laughs> a, little, a little crusty. A little crusty, perchance? Yeah, I thought I'd knock him, knock him loose a little bit. Wolfpack. Perchance. Per I, I meant to do the Wolfpack, and then um, even though you went, okay, I'm going to start now, I was kind of caught off guard. I was like, huh? What? I said, you're going to start what? And then it happened. And then, and then uh, time makes fools of... Fools of us all, right, Jared? Mm-hmm. So I got that going for me. Uh, yeah, we had a nice little break. I, uh, I took a break from posting for a while, too. And, uh, man, it was like a dream. Oh, man, you, I know. It was it was like a dream, Jared. Like a dream? What did you do uh, last week? I, I, I think I painted minifigs, RJ. Ooh, a fine use of time. It was a weird thing, too, because I, I wound up uh, being able to put together a Tuesday and a Wednesday without having to do anything that I normally do. So I was really, really living the dream and uh, that, getting, a, getting a sweet taste of freedom. That could be your every week if you wanted. You could cut off from everybody. Ooh. Like all of your from other engagements. Yeah. yeah. You could completely cut off just one day. I'll come up. I'll open Skype. You won't call, and I'll go. Oh, I guess that's, guess that. that's it. I Mattress guess that's man. that. And uh, Matt Damon will come, and Ben Affleck will come, and I'll just hang out with them instead. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh. Uh, and uh, what? You, well, you know, like you know, in Goodwill Hunting, he's like every day when I come up here, my oh. I, I, I wish you didn't answer the door. You know, you understand. Oh, I thought uh, they were going to, like, take you out Boston style. I mean, Ben Affleck might. I don't think Damon's got it in him, but Affleck could do it. Uh, Yeah, you know they've killed men for entertainment before. Ben Affleck for sure. But, I mean, I think Matt Damon's on the Ben Affleck? I thought you liked Ben Affleck. Is that why? Yeah, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Do you find his his murderous glances uh, appealing? Do you see something in yourself in him? Um, Jared, have you ever seen a movie called The Town? 
I I think I started watching that movie and I turned it off. Have you ever seen a little film called Daredevil? I have not. Because that's the kind of energy I'm putting out there for you. I thought, okay. I thought you'd go with BVS. What's that? Batman versus Superman. What's Batman? I've never heard of that. Oh, well, behind you, you happen to have one of his rogues gallery lurking still. Unsold. Well, that that's Bane. I don't know what this Batman is, but that's Bane. That's my dude. Do you know that's about, my dude. Do you know what rogues galleries? Uh, I know about rogues the vehicle. My wife has one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the rogue. The rogue vehicle. Uh, what was I going to say? No, that's just Bane, dude. He's just a buff dude that hangs out in my house. So Right. Yeah. I don't know about these other well, guys. Well, how, how, does, how does Shitty Bill feel about that? He kind of like... He's got a lot of opinions, man, but, like, he doesn't... The thing about Bill is he doesn't, like, force it too much on other people. Like, he, like he forces himself on other people. Like, mm-hmm. not in a weird way, but, like, not his opinions. Oh. You not, know what I mean? Not in a weird way. Not in a weird way. Like, it's all consensual. It's just, it's... Um, so, is it forced, though, full, then? It is. Okay. Is he... Belli- is, is Bill belligerent? Um, Bothersome? I don't really want to comment on like what his mental state is at the like during those He's those blunt. times. Blunt, yeah, blunt Bill. Blunt, blunt Bill. I mean, belittling Baylog. Have you ever been to the dump, Jared? How would how how does Shitty Bill say the dump? Dump. Dump. Going down, dump. Dump. Have you ever been in the dump? How does Shitty Bill introduce himself to friends? Hmm? He washy uh, she bill. Bill. I was thinking more about Bill. Bill. It's got that. The B. She bill. The B's, you know. Bill. 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 Bobby. Bobby Baylock, come here. Bobby Boucher? Mm-hmm. That's a better one, you see. I think people want more impressions. More impressions. On this podcast, oh, on this yeah. I, I get email requests for them all the time. I mean, you actually kind of do. I do. I literally... This very afternoon. For the podcast or yeah. in your personal life? For, this, for the podcast. Oh, so you're going to read that, though? Uh, I hope not. Oh, okay. I, I, I might have to put my foot down on this one. It's uh, I don't feel comfortable with it, RJ. Let me see. Is it like, is it like Helen Keller or something? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does Helen Keller sound like, RJ? Hi, I'm my lawyer. My lawyer will tell I, you. Hi, I'm Helen Keller. Hi, I'm Helen Keller. I yeah. work at H uh, and R Block down the street. Oh, the name? Just mm-hmm. a coincidence. Just a coincidence. Yeah. Just fine. a coincidence. Do you think people miss this bullshit, RJ? Uh, we'll see. If we have the most listens ever, maybe. And if we have the least listens ever on this mm-hmm. episode, maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe that's time to pull the plug. You know what I mean? That's that. That's yeah. that. You know, am I your? Do I have your like um, uh, what's that called? Like uh, attorney privileges? Like when you if you are uh, yeah. a vegetable? Do I do I have those? No. Why not? Um, no. Cause cause you're afraid I'll do the right thing. <laughs> I'll just say I don't trust you. Well, I mean, it's not a matter of trust to have those privileges. It's a matter of do you want someone to be there that'll do what needs doing 
You know, mm-hmm. not all these people. Oh, he's going to pull through. He's fine. The doctor said it's not as serious. No, no. I'll go in there and I'll say, listen, he's suffering. <laughs> Let me get his, in there. Let me. Oh, I want to pull it myself. <laughs> his life has been nothing but suffering. I'm ending it. <laughs> and uh, as a character for a podcast. So if Jared ever does go, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would kill you? If anyone could. If 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 anyone could. If anybody could, who would be the guy that you would be like, if you ever died, you'd be like, I, I would check with him. Oh, I see. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've got blood on their hands. Who would it be? I don't, I don't have any I'm enemies. Under. I'm beloved by all. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah. Well, you've never like played a game of, uh, I don't know, hero clicks. And it just kind of rubs someone the wrong oh, way. I, I'm sure I have. But you know uh, what? Everyone's adults and they get over it. Is that true? I ho- hopefully. Nobody's ever flipped a table? No. What about, Actually, sto- I, I, I what about been, a storm off? I, I've been I've been at a game where um, a Monopoly board's been flipped, but not by me, uh, mm-hmm. by, no, by another party. But I think that's a not uncommon sight in yeah, that, Monopoly. That's not uncommon. People, uh... I, I I have stormed off from a board game in the sense that it was cutting into my Creeptober time, and it was oh. on hour four of a unending game. And what kind of what game was it? Oh, RJ Star yeah. Trek Ascendancy. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. It's, it's a game meant for like you know four or five people tops. We were trying to do this with eight people, and mm-hmm. it sucked. It sucked so bad. I was the Ferengis. I was so close to winning. But then it mm-hmm. just became like uh, they—they're they, stopping me from winning. I'm like, no, please! I don't care if it was me. I want someone to win so we can end this. And mm-hmm. then they, they stopped me from winning. I'm like, all right, I'm gone. Bye, because <laughs> like I can't win. I'm like, I'm done with this. I want to mm-hmm. leave. It was midnight, and uh, and then I think 20 minutes later, the Klingons won. Go. go so what you're on. saying Still is, wharf. you you lacked resiliency. Yeah, I, in, I, I, was, I thought it was going to be done in two hours, and it was yeah. like, it kept going. I feel like a real Ferengi would have uh, waited it out. Do you know what I mean? No, they would They would totally, like, check They would bail? Away. Yeah, they would totally bail. So the Klingons won, hey? Yeah. Good for them. They need they need a win here or there. Cause they're usually just big old fucking losers in Star Trek. I mean, Klingons never win, right? They, uh, Ever. They, I think the by design, they lose. Yeah, they have never ever won, so I guess they can have one. No, this this one's. How, how was your uh, How was your Tuesday or your Wednesday off? Your last. It's good. Uh, we had a staff a staff party where I work, or like with the people I work with. Oh, yeah. I should say, yeah, we had a there was a theme and everything. Yeah. Now let me tell you, we, Pizza Hut treats ask, you right. Pizza Hut does treat you right. Yeah. So me and the other fellow people at Pizza Hut. Uh, we had um, just like a leisurely night with uh, spend enjoying each other's company, and you know, uh, not like that. It was a it was a mixer, some would call it a mixer. Oh. Uh, and here was the theme, Jared. Let me know. Would you dress up for this or not dress up? Because it wasn't elaborate. Yeah, the answer is no. It wasn't elaborate, but this was the theme for the party: uh, white pants. Uh, what if, what if shitty Bill showed up? Well, see, that's an issue, but that's an issue for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, the top was, um, that was, you know, like, up to you. That was up to your discretion. What, what if you get pizza sauce all over him? Now what? It's just a 
price you got to pay for fashion. Right. Do you know about fashion? I'm aware of its work. Yeah. Do you own a pair of white pants? I don't. Would you own a pair of white pants? No. Hmm. White pants with no shoes? No. On my yacht? <laughs> and just like a shirt that's a couple buttons lower than, uh, than, than your maybe you. Yeah. That would be, I, I like that. I think that would be cool. So, yeah, I, I attended a white pants party. Okay. Uh, last and uh, then did you check on your uh, FTX? Uh, I did. Uh, I don't know what that is, okay. so I'm going to say no. Okay. How, how are your bean bags? Like which ones? The ones the ones that you uh, work on and do other things on. Um. I'm not quite sure what you're saying, and I feel like you're trying to trap me somehow. I'm not, I'm not trapping you. I'm not doing nothing here. Okay. So I, wonder, I wonder if you're aware of uh, current events. I don't know what N NTXs are or beanbags. What, what would an FTX? I don't know what an FTX is. That's okay. Larry, Larry uh, David tried to sell you on it uh, back at the Super Bowl. Is it is it literally just a huge beanbag? Yeah, it's just a giant beanbag. That's what it bought. 10 billion or something dollars worth of bean bags. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what was the end game here? Money? Uh, yeah. Fucking gambling. Okay. Okay. Drugs. I don't know. I don't believe any of that stuff. It's the same <laughs> thing with when, when the crypto stuff was going on. And I was just like, I don't know. I'm it like, is. Oh, believe me. It is crypto. <laughs> like, well, I mean, and that's what I assumed it was. But like cryptos and NFTs and NTFs or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I've never really thought any of those have longevity. So if um, I'm surprised Larry David was involved, I feel like he wouldn't I feel like he'd be too lazy to do things like that. But I guess not. Yeah. Well, you know, money. Well, wait, wait till uh, creep coins get launched. Oh, and uh, how much for uh, a single creep coin? What, what's that uh, going to set you back? Well, it's whatever uh, the market, the market, the market dictates it. And uh, which uh, industries accept creep coin like Pizza Hut? Oh, I mean, soon it'll be everywhere. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you think we could get an NFL player um, <laughs> to, you know, get paid in CreepCoin? Look up worst player in NFL. Who is it? Do you know? The worst? Yeah, right now. Oh, no. oh uh, shit. Aaron Rodgers, I would say. Wow. Look at the check out this guy's name. Somehow he's considered one of the worst. <laughs> he pops up when you type it in. Aaron Rodgers? Rusty Lish. Oh, yeah. A little Lish. Rusty Lish. Rusty. You know about Rusty Lish? I don't. I do not. That's a That's a pretty incredible name. Mm. So that's a real podcast name. That's kind of a podcast name. What would your stripper name be if you were a stripper? I don't. I don't know, RJ. How about you? Have you thought about this a lot? No, I just feel like Rusty Nish would be something close to you. Lish. Rusty Lish? Yeah. Have you ever seen Rusty? Well, I mean, I think you could be the Jizz Dog. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the Jizz Dog. And then you'd come out to the NWO music. John Cena's looks... music? Yeah. This guy looks strikingly like the person in the image above in the beanbag. <laughs> Is that the same person? It is not. Are you seeing what I'm seeing, though? It looks, I mean, it looks like the exact same have, person. They have, like, similar hair, I suppose, but they don't look alike. They look exactly alike. 
Put a poll out there. Do these people look alike? Pancakes and or waffles, yes or no? No. Put a poll out there. No. Have you opened up the the Discord so people can make polls? I don't know. Have they? I don't know. I think your air compressor's on. It is. Oh, jeez. You know, I was down here for like a good half hour before recording and didn't come on. That's uh, that's quality. That's quality. It's, it's been like this, for, like inactive for a whole hour, just waiting for us to start recording and talking, and then suddenly. Do you think that like you're inhaling like stuff that like can't be un unhailed? Oh, probably. Okay. But you know what? I'm... At the end of the day, we've all got it coming. I mean, people do a lot of bad stuff to themselves, right? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, like listening to podcasts. That's a bad move. Or emailing into podcasts. Emailing? Why? I don't, don't mind if I do. What about female? So, so this is from forever ago. November 6th. My goodness. Oof. Double A. It's a Aaron, bit. Aaron Lang. No, he's not still here. He's not listening to this podcast anymore. Surely. Well, surely it's possible he's not. This this seems like some selfish self promotion, which I'm all mm. I'm all for it. Sure. This is no subject. First off, there's been an awful lot of hate speech from your pod about flat caps. <laughs> Sir, I wear a flat cap, and it's a known fact that I am a dapper gentleman. Please mm. do not allow the attire of horror chuds to unduly influence you. Um, when were we talking about flat caps? Was that something you were talking I think, about? I think I might have got brought up on Ghoul School. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah, there's one uh, one particular chap that uh, uh, <laughs> got my ire. And sure enough. I, then I went back. So I took a screenshot of it, but I don't know if I got it on hand right now. Because I was, uh, maybe I could share it with you if I could find it quickly enough. It's not working Can out so you? great. I could. Possibly, if it's on this uh, device. Is it, though? Is mm. it? Mm. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't even know. What's going on here? Oh, I don't know. Some of the seas of humanity today I, uh, I save on my computer. Uh, I mean, there's oh. a lot of stuff on your computer that I think uh, would send a lot of people to prison. Porno. Uh, among other things. Uh nope, that's a bust. The porno? Yeah. The porno industry is a bust? It's a bust. It's over. Oh shit. GG. GG? Yeah. What does that mean like garlic good, bread? Good game. Good game. Oh, doesn't mean garlic bread? No. Why not? It's <laughs> not the same initials. Aren't they? Do you ever buy the store garlic bread? Sometimes. Uh I, we got one the other day. We haven't had one in a long time. And uh, we were cooking in the oven in our house. Like, we thought we were both dying. We were like, what is that smell? Like, it smells weird in here. And it was the garlic bread. You put it in the oven. Yeah. That's what you do with those garlic <laughs> you breads. You put it in the air fryer. No, because it was too. It's too long. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole loaf. <laughs> I thought I thought this was a miracle worker machine. Like, it I, is I, a miracle machine, but it's can't fit a whole loaf. It, it can't there. even. It can't even fit a whole loaf in it. My God. I mean, if we cut it up, but like, well, I wasn't that, that seems that seems like a a big problem. Um, they, they need to look into. It's... They need to look into that. Did she get an air fryer that's just a long thing that you can just stick a loaf right into? Exactly. Yeah, okay. I, I'll call him. Yeah. 
I'll call John Air Fryer. Yeah. It's a, or yeah. Mark. I think it's I think it's Mark's his first name. Mark Fryer? Yeah. Middle name Air. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or he's the heir to the Fryer industry. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Secondly. Oh yeah. Hellraiser Deader is the best of the Hellraiser directed video sequels. Deader? Deader. I mean, I, I prefer Deader over the, the newer two. I don't think Deader is good, but I did prefer it over the uh the new the newer ones. Yeah. That's like, you know, picking your favorite child. <laughs> it's like picking the best piece of shit. There might be a piece of shit that's better than other pieces of shit. But at the end of the day, but this one's mine. You still got your hands and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do, Sad. do you remember watching those Hellraiser movies at this point? Uh, I hadn't until right now, so that's not great. <laughs> like it, they were out of my memory for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had, I was successful for a week or two. You know. All right. Lastly, way back when I was last on the show, you guys asked where people could buy my comics. At the time, I was in the middle of setting up a new operation, StoneChurchPress.com. We've been up and running for a little while now, but I didn't bring it up since we weren't doing Canadian shipping until November 6th. As, oh, of, that, as of that day today, two, I see. two weeks ago. After much confusion and aggravation, a new era of international shipping begins... Oliver Granger, there's no excuse now. You, you can you can finally do what's right for business. And how uh, much does the international shipping cost? Probably a fortune. One might ask. Does he know one. about import fees? Oh, I'm sure he does. Does he know about Canadian sales tax? Oh my God, I uh, tell you. Yeah, I was looking at some stuff recently. Some stuff mm-hmm. from uh, Italy. Some uh, cool looking comics. What? Yeah, comics from Italy. Real nice stuff. And then okay. I got, to, and then I got to the shipping, and it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, and it's like, oh, we ship DHL. Oh, <laughs> the... none of that sounds good, dude. Yeah. Hate, hate it, hate it all. None of that sounds. Yeah, no, good. shipping sucks. It's uh, we used to mm-hmm. buy. I, I bought a lot of uh, comics for a long time, and then the the when you start having to spend. Like twenty dollars US to ship a comic book. Um, that's kind of that's that mattress man. Again, yeah. I love Again, that guy. yeah. Who doesn't? Who wouldn't? You know what I mean. So for those for those who want to know, StoneChurchPress.com. Yeah. Do you think he sells Be religious there. stuff? Absolutely. Like a Bible. Yep. Illustrated Bible comics. Ooh. Yeah. I'd be into that. Do you think he does Old Testament, New Testament, or a little bit of both? A little bit, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. I'll take one Jesus, please. <laughs> one Jesus. Just uh, put that in the cart for me. Well, it's nice to hear from Aaron. Maybe, maybe one day he'll be on if that day comes. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Keegan Day, an email titled "This Guy." this guy hey creeps one of my friends stumbled upon a director recently and we watched both of his movies uh the test and laquisha both on TV. oh yeah his name is jeremy savile 
uh, has he's a silly little man, and these are his passion projects. He's definitely mm-hmm. a character. He writes, stars, and directs. In my opinion, these movies are shit, but they're baffling, bizarre even, so I recommend his stuff. Here's a loosely related question. Who are the worst directors of all time, in your opinions? Um, Charles Band comes to mind. The worst. I mean, I don't know about the worst director, but he's just an all-around not great guy. You know what I mean? So I'd say Charles Band is up there. But I do. We I think we've talked about this LaQuisha show before. It's troubling. It's troubling, dude. Very, very not good. Have we talked about it? LaQuisha? I think it has gotten brought up once or twice. LaQuisha is that one where it's like a white po- podcast guy who gets put into like a black lady's body, I believe. Is what that movie is about. What? <laughs> LaQuisha? I, if it's been brought up, I am blinking out when that happened. I mean, you probably weren't listening, but I, I do think it happened. Okay. Yeah, it you, was... You, uh, you, you, were, you would have been telling me about this? Well, I mean, I haven't seen it. I've just... I've heard of this fucking thing. So okay. it's like... Uh, yeah, it's like... I'm pretty sure it's a movie about a white guy who's like a podcaster or, or maybe not... He's like a radio host. And then he gets his body or his soul put into like uh, like a black lady, and that's um that's what that movie's about. I see. So yeah, I'm pulling up here uh, half star movies that I've watched. Oh okay. Anything uh, good? <laughs> Some Astron Six. I could find some bad ones too, I suppose. Well, there's those are some of the bottom ranks. I don't give half stars uh, all that often. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, take a guess. The last time I did, uh, was it during Creeptober? Uh, it was during a May. Um, Fred Olin May. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah, he's not great. But uh, Mob Boss. Oh yeah, <laughs> that movie was good. That was the one with those guys, right? The guys. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. that guy. Uh, there was also from uh, Trome, Tales from the Crapper. Yeah, who directed that one? Uh, I don't remember. Fuck that. Yeah, see, that's something I just put out of my mind. Well, it was a lot. A lot of people worked on that one. It's an anthology. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm tempted to put shit Garris in there, but I don't know if he's, like, the worst ever. He's just not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I don't even... Like, most of these guys I just clicked on, it's like, yeah. It's so it's so weird. It's a weird one to think about. The, about the, the worst? The worst director. I guess there's, there's directors I would just avoid, but even if they're mm-hmm. not, like, technically the worst, but most directors I would not watch their movies. <laughs> A lot of them just seem like jobbers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they are. And you know, like, As opposed to auteurs. The, art, uh, the, the artists. The auteurs? Mm-hmm. Are you an auteur? I am not. Why not? I don't uh, ascribe to such labels, RJ. No? No. Oh. Weird. I thought you might have been. <laughs> might have been. Yeah. 
I thought you were like one of those guys, man. Who directed Spawn? Spawn? Yeah. Um, Keith David. Mark Dippe. Mark Dippe? Dippe. Dippe? He's, a, he's an all-timer, that he's dude. He's working on a lot of uh, kids' movies and then directed Spawn. So I think, was that probably because McFarlane was there? Was that not the hey, way bud. it goes, though? You know? It's like, yeah, I did this and this and, well, you know, like everyone else, I, I dabbled in a little spawn for a while. Mm-hmm. Just a little spawn. Yeah. Yeah, spawn's cool. What's your favorite spawn movie? <laughs> uh, it'd be like picking your favorite child, RJ. Oh. <laughs> Somebody to choose from. All of the spawns? All the spawns. Remember that? Remember when HBO did an animated series? Spawn? Yeah. Because yeah, you would have been how old at that point? I was like 30 at the time. Okay. Yeah. I, I remember spending like real money on a tape of the first six episodes of the Spawn series when it came out. I think it was like $30 for like That's cool. for six episodes. But I remember being like, oh man, this is like, this is it. Because I love Spawn. And I was like, yeah. And it's like, oh look, it's got, it's got animated sex scenes. Animated? Animated. You're like, is whoa, that... sex scenes and cartoons? This is wild. Is that, like, do you think the animated made it better? Or? It being animated, like the sex or the show? Yeah. No. Oh. And it was, like, I think that show was, like, expensive, too, for uh, the period of time. Even though, like, the animation was not great. Yeah. Well, like, what are you going to do, man? Like, they can't all be Spawn. Why did HBO cancel Spawn? Good question. Spawn's third season was a bust, however, and HBO's animation division was withering on the vine. After enduring yeah. numerous production difficulties, the show earned a quiet cancellation in 1999. Thus ended Tom and Spawn. Well, until a Spawn reboot, anyway. Well, the oh, you mean the one with um, Jamie Fox? That's uh, been announced and the movie. That's, yeah, that's definitely going to get made. It's definitely going to get made. I think they put out a thing like a, a a month or two ago, and they went, "Yeah, it's still coming." Eventually. Eventually. They said, "Eventually, you'll get them." Eventually. Remember how you were heavy breathing on this podcast earlier? <laughs> oh yeah, that was crazy, man. It was nuts. It was nuts. Okay, it was crazy. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. thank you, Keegan. No real satisfying answer though. To the spawn talk. To the worst director. Um, let's say Mick Garris. How's that sound? Okay. Okay. Justin Peterson. Mm-hmm. Doing a little creeping myself, Uh-oh. which sounds very menacing. <laughs> what do you think he means by that, Jared? Let's, let's find out. Okay. Hey, fellas, what's happening? My Halloween movie fest hangover has finally come to an end with me rounding out with a couple of interesting horror flicks, including Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Nope, and The Babysitter. Any thoughts on those? I haven't, Hall- seen, I haven't seen Nope. Uh, the babysitter i've also not seen in halloween 3 season of the witch primo does he does he mean that or does he mean halloween ends 
Oh, Season of the Witch, RJ. Michael Myers right. 3. Yeah, are you sure? Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, that one's great. But, uh, I, yeah, I haven't seen the other two either, so... We don't watch, like, new stuff. No. On this podcast. No. I think, uh, well, Halloween 3 is an odd one, because I think it's it's a grower. Not a shower? Yeah. I think the first time you watch it, it it's, it's, especially if you're, like, thinking, oh, this is going to be a slasher, and then it's not, and it's its own thing, and you watch it again later, because, like, I, I swear, the first time I watched that movie, I just was expecting more of the the storyline and then you get what you get and i was in junior high i think and mm -hmm. it was like what the fuck is this all about robots i mean i watched it later in life for a first time and i i liked it from from the start yeah but that was uh, uh, but that was like the post carpenter uh uh hipness yeah yeah and i mean i had no idea going into what halloween 3 was that it was not a michael myers movie yeah so that that was uh a frustrating thing when you're like when you're going in expecting a slasher and you're like what is this but now top tier cinema yeah it's too bad it didn't work out the way he wanted like i like his original idea that it should it was just going to be a, a an series, anthology yeah. series because look what because it wasn't and then we got things like halloween ends it's which dead. i haven't seen but people seem to hate you know people love to hate things though don't yeah but don't, i've seen the the new the newest of those Halloween movies, and I didn't hate it, but it sure wasn't good. Ooh. You know what I mean? I mentioned a while back that I am now going with the creep approach and watching my criterions in spine order with Nanook being the latest one I've checked it off. Once uh. again, I made the mistake of watching one of these ancient acclaimed silent films at night, and my eyes were glazing over with how dull it was. Thankfully, it was not nearly as painful firing it up the next night and bribing my kids to check it out with me by challenging him to resist falling asleep, and he just barely made it. <laughs> I don't know if Nanu Nanook is... Uh... Sounds more like Nanap. Uh, wow, you may say that. I would never say something like that about a, a piece of art. But uh, <laughs> no, real, I don't... Real art. But art. art real art. RJ. Real yeah. art. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Have, has something changed in the last two weeks? Talking about Art the Clown. Oh. Do you know him? Does, does he show up in this? He might. Yeah, I think he's one of the one of the guys. But anyways, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's saying the nook. Is that in a, an acclaimed film? Do you know what I mean? Uh, any fond memories of that one, fellas? I can't recall what RJ thought of it uh, compared to Walkabout. Uh, I mean, even the, the first, like the Inuit people who are in that, they're like, we really don't want to do this to the walrus. There's a reason we don't do this kind of like thing anymore. And that guy was like, do it. Bob, Bob Flaherty. <laughs> yeah. He's like, do it. Show them how it used to be. And they're like, we really don't want to. He's like, do it or you're not getting paid kid. And they're like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's not great. I can tell you that. Creepsville's Finest Eats. Uh-oh. Onion Bar and Grill. Oh, a little love for the onion, huh? And, and, and slash Flamingo. Uh, are you an onion man, Jared? Yeah, I've had some onion in my day. You seem like a Northside kid, so, mm -hmm. like, at heart. Mm-hmm. At well, heart, so. I mean, uh, Corey, he lived uh, half a block away. From the big onion? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the onion's on a side of town... JP that uh, people think fondly of 
Oh, it's like, let's go to the north side. Let's get some the onion. Ah, you want some of the onion? Do you want to, let me just ask, do you want to play VLTs while you're eating lunch? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if you do, the onion. Back in the day, have a cigarette, have yourself a, a beef dip, and uh, just do some slots. Back when uh, this was a free country, free country, am I right, Jared? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back when uh, Canada was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Vegas cool. Yeah. How cool would that be? Wouldn't can't you, you? You can't say you you wouldn't want to go for a smoke, a beef dip, and a VLT right now if you could. Man, you know, I I wasn't thinking about it, but now that I am, it's all I can I can't stop thinking about it at all. It's, I know it's gonna be a tough uh, couple hours thinking about it. I know that's what I'm saying, man. Appetizer, onion rebelts uh, sounds good. Mm. I'm not sure what that is. That's it's not an appetizer kind of place, unless you're just eating appetizers. I mean, because this this place is a is a pub. This real, is a real. This is a a pub. It's a like I don't know how to describe it other than it's a VLT bar. Yeah. Like the the fact that they serve food, I think, is secondary. People are there for VLTs. I never I never played a VLT in my life there, RJ. What are you talking about? Fine cuisine. I was there oh. for the buffalo chicken wrap. Oh, okay, okay, hey, okay. Good. And and good gravy, like goodness gravy, good or like gra- good gravy, good gravy. Oh, okay, okay. Entree: Never had a Salisbury steak outside of a school cafeteria before, and a couple of vodka paralyzers to wash it all down, along with the feeling in my legs. <laughs> RJ, can you be my DD? RJ, would you give Justin a ride back home to Carolinas? I don't think. I don't think anyone's allowed to drive out of, out of the onion, even if you just even if you're not drinking alcoholic beverages. I think if you go in the onion and eat the food, they they call you a cab for you. Right. They're like, we got a cab coming for you, bud. But, but no one's allowed to drive out of that place. No, no one. Goat movie question of the week. Recently had fun watching Hardcore Henry for the first time, which I thought mm-hmm. was a, a good, brutally amusing action fest. What are your favorite brutally ultra-violent action movies? Rambo 2008, I Saw the Devil, and Brawl in Cell Block 99 come to mind. Uh, that Rambo, oh yeah. That's why you don't go to Burma. You know what I mean, Jared? That's what I heard. Yeah, that one's really good. I'd say Dread should be up there. Mm-hmm. That movie's pretty great. So let's go Rambo and Dread. Those are my picks. Great. And uh, wow! What'd you find? Some of these movies, I it's just I don't believe. Oh, popular movies about violence? No, 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 no. Like a history of violence? Like the Card Counter? Yeah, I don't. You I know don't that, buy that, that 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 new uh, that uh, new movie? Yeah, that new Paul Schrader movie. Yeah. I saw the Devil's number one on this uh, IMDb list. Hmm. I mean, I guess. I've seen that movie, right? I'm trying to like, find movies where they made me go, ugh. What about um, Puppet Master, the Craig Zoller one? Yeah, I have seen I Saw the Dilla. I remember being like, just whatever with that movie. I think I was super impressed by it. No. Don't remember, at least. What about Hannibal? <laughs> Is that up there with, for you? We got Rambo at number 23 on this list. 
Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. What about what other kind of movies would be in there, Jer? I don't know. I'm, I'm on this list and I'm I'm scanning it. I'm trying to see if there's anything that makes me go, "Oh yeah, that movie's fucked up." Where where, where is it? Where, Are any of them? I don't know. It's like, eh, didn't. It's like it's got a scene in it, but it didn't make me go, "Oh." Nah. You know about going, "Oh." I know. Um, I know. In King of the Hill, they do that fairly frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about Story of Ricky? That's <sighs> that, that's fun violence. Like Ricky O? Yeah. Um, nah, I don't know if I've seen Ricky O, I don't think. Well, you should, uh, you should rectify that. I've seen Ichi. Ichi? Is Ichi and Ricky the same thing? Because um, I didn't like Ichi. Mm-hmm. That was more like... Sucky. Sucky. <laughs> Ichi no. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a word. Definitely. You... definitely. Yeah. And that one scene in Bone Dahlmok's pretty good. Uh, Yeah, the one scene. Zoller. Zoller's got some good stuff. I don't think any Zoller movies are like um, full on with that all the time, but uh, like Zoller movies always kind of dip into that a little bit. No. I don't know. I'm going to say Rambo. <laughs> Dread. Okay. Those are my answers. Fair, fair. Mm-hmm. One last thing. Having been married for over a decade, it took me a long time to realize it's better just listen passively and just let it go when my so-called better half gets fired up about some stupid shit. Whoa. I, for one, can't wait to hear what kind of stupid shit this is and then send it right to Peterson's wife. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, they don't listen to the show, so you can be honest. RJ. Yeah. My goodness. I, I can't be honest. There's people who know my wife that listen to this show. Mm-hmm. But I do find there are things that like, not like, I wouldn't describe anything as like stupid, uh, like in that sense. But there are some things that maybe I don't understand or I'm just like, oh, I wouldn't do that. But I do find it is easier. It's like, eh, whatever. Because ultimately, it doesn't matter to me. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Nothing matters, right, Jared? So Nothing matters. I say, green jacket gold jacket who gives a shit say you want to do it like that no prob no no prob what about you Jarrett? when you're dealing pa- with passionate others passionate others do you speak your mind do you leave that star trek ascension game or, or do you <laughs> sit it sit it out you sit it out let, let it or ride like... stew in silence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's the healthy way to do things mm-hmm well, it bubbles and it bubbles, right? And then you and then you pop. Mm-hmm. Do you know about popping? Popping. When's the last time you were popping? Popping pills. Popping anything. <laughs> when was the last time you popped? I pop uh, right here with my uh, bottle of diet Pepsi. Oh. Uh, little, listen to that, Pepsi. that 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 sound of fizziness. Mm-mm. He's a Pepsi man. I understand. Look at this Pepsi man. Damn. And let me tell you, Justin, they're always listening. They're right. They are always. Even if he doesn't think, you'd be wrong. No. You'd be wrong. Thanks for the time, JD and RJ. Best from Big J Money Peterson. I thought he was going to say Big Rig. Big Rig Peter Ben. Like that? Yeah. 
That would have been cool. I would have preferred that, actually. Wow. Wow. Rob Eagle. Holy shit. A proposal for Mr. Duncan. My. Uh Uh-oh. Hello, creeps. Mm -hmm. I have a proposal for Mr. Duncan. Uh Instead of my joining the Patreon, would Jared accept one genuine English Cadbury's cream egg posted to the comic store for a month? (laughs) Oh, interesting it's a a case interesting that is kind of a that's a proposition yeah i mean why why send it once a month just send the whole thing and then i'll eat it all and that's on me would you eat them all in one go oh yeah yeah they're so good yeah real right the real shit but do you only eat cream eggs during easter i don't well if I eat them, yeah, it's like when they're available on the shelves. Like right now, for instance, I'm not sure how you feel about this. This is some snacks chat, but Christmas candy, Christmas mini eggs. What the? F- uh, I mean, I, I mean, get don't get me wrong, I like mini eggs, but it's an Easter candy, right? It's an Easter candy. Yeah, and, and like I, Jared, I yeah. No, or I was gonna say nobody celebrates Christmas like Jarrett. Like the com- the coming of Christ is. Oh. The com- Jared's, or not the the re- the resurrection coming of Christ. The, the coming, all right. Chris, Christmas is the coming of uh, Christ. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll eat a mini egg any day of the week. If you put a mini egg in yeah, front of me, sure, I'm gonna eat it. They're delicious. But uh, I'm not buying them usually unless it is Easter oriented. So right. Yeah. What the, what kind of Christmas candy are you gonna be if you were at the store and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to treat myself here. I'm going to buy myself a little Christmas candy just for me. What's the what's the one you're doing? I mean, Holiday candy. Turtles? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tur- tur- turtle. I mean, but the problem is, though, I don't know if you've experienced this. It seems like uh, even though they're individually wrapped, mm-hmm. sometimes you get some stale boys in there. Yeah. I mean, I still try to, like, uh, we. I only buy turtles at Christmas, but I always buy the... Um, the one that you open up are those individually wrapped also they might be like because the they, they, they used to come with a tray right yeah it depends but it seems like I, they, they've uh they individual sized them well jer which is very wasteful. i got a box of them turtles upstairs yeah you could unopened buy, you'd open it up right now live like, on live on air Eat I, one. i'd have to go grab it do you, you want me to go you grab describe it? it you can go grab it if you want to go grab it we'll do this we'll do this right oh my god he's going folks late ladies and gentlemen this is incredible this is a first in Creepsville. I mean, it's an, RJ's not just going to be sitting here eating pepperoni sticks, muting himself, belching away. Um, no, he's he's doing it. He's going to – I mean, the disappointment might be – oh, no. Wait, he's back. All right. So what we got here is the Turtles Nestle, the original uh, classic. How is this like an issue of like you were going to be gone for a while? You were gone for like no time at all. Yeah, no, but I had to get up. So this is the <laughs> Turtles box, Jarrett, and you can see the size of this. This isn't the tin. That's a, that is a unit. Yeah, this is like a, it's the 150 gram box, but it's not quite the tin because the tin is um I I think the big big tin, the ones that are like over twenty dollars, those are surely got to be free loose like raw in there. But let's raw. open this up. This is a, a premium unboxing video. Can you do the turtles song for us? Turtles, turtles. All right, Jerry. So here's the size of the box. And uh, sad to report, 
Individually wrapped. Bullshit. Individually wrapped. And so, okay, this is a 150 gram box. How many turtles do you think are in this box? Not enough. Not enough. Ten. That's. How much was that box? This box? I can't remember. Probably like eight bucks, maybe. How yeah. is it? How is, is it stale or is it is or is it soft and chewy? No, it's not stale. It's pretty good. Okay. Soft, chewy. It's got that pecan. Yeah. You know about pecan pie? Yeah, I love pecans. Mhm, mhm. I do wish it was in the tray though. I just think the tray is better. It's classy. Mhm. Well, because now you're now we're stuck with all this like wrapping. It's like waste. E it's like evidence of your mm -hmm. uh, gluttony. We also have Ferret Ro Rochers. Oh, yeah. Here. Those are pretty and good. Those are good. And um, again, they have the wrapping because I came home and I saw some and I, I looked at the wife here and I went, oh, so someone's been ripping into those Ferret Ro Rochers, eh? She went, shut up. And then I, I got her. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Got her with a smooch. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what, what other. Is, is that what we call that? <laughs> that close fist. Zoom straight to the moon. Fascinating. Yeah. That's uh, from a classic TV show. You yeah. might not know about that one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I like Ferrero Ro Rochers, but I got to say, one of the ones that I actually like a lot is Toffee Fish. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Toffee Fish. Oh, man. The way you pop them out like, like a pimple, just pop. Homer Simpson, them just hop, hop, hop. Yeah, those are uh, pretty good. But that's another yeah. uh, thing that you can run into the issues where they're not fresh. You can tell that they've mm. been sitting in a closet for too long. Maybe it's a, possible. It's been a Christmas, and uh, they yeah. just they forgot, forgotten. They fell behind something, you know, behind some shoes, and uh, mm -hmm. now they got dusted off. And you're like, here you go. Yeah. What, how do you feel about pot of gold, though, RJ? No, because. All the good stuff's always eaten out of there. And if you get a fresh box, like, gifted to you, you eat, like, the good ones. You're, like, four four chocolates in, and then you're, like, I don't want the rest of these. You fucking throw them in, against the fucking wall. So the fucking the cherry. <laughs> Nobody God. wants that shit. Oh, yeah. Or, like, some of the weird cream ones, you're, like, I don't uh, want cream this. Ones are, uh, most of the cream ones are okay. It's that cherry one that I have to watch out for. That yeah, cherry that, hazelnut crap. That one's bad. Do you fuck with Toblerones? Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll happen if it's yeah. there. I mean, it's not, I don't go out of my way for it, though. We, uh, for, for like two or three years, uh, I can't remember who it was, but someone in my family gave me a Toblerone every Christmas for like two or three years in a row. And I'd never been like a Toblerone guy. I was just like, cool. Okay. What I like to do is I like to break them all off, put them in a big Ziploc, and then oh. I can just pop them out with my chopsticks. Uh, right. You know what I mean? The chopsticks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the one thing about Toblerones is they're uh, they're kind of hard to get your mouth around. Which, well, so that's seems, why... which seems like the most appropriate thing to be saying during a Rob Eagle email. Well, I mean, that's true. I like to go for the peak, the central peak first, and then you hit the base in two bites. That's how I hit a Toblerone. Yeah. yeah. What, what else are you hitting at Christmas? Mm, well, Christmas cookies, for sure. Andrew's grandma makes the best no, cookies in the world. No one gives a crap about your, your grandma's cookies. Oh, they're the best. What we want what we're talking about is we want mass-produced uh, things that can be easily order, accessible order, ordered foods. on Amazon. Not unless you, unless uh, Andy's Grammy is going to open up a business online. 
I mean, she. I mean, she would make a lot of money if she did. Those are my genuine favorites. But uh, I think I've covered almost all of them. Uh, when we uh, when we go to my dad's house, we eat a lot of pie. That was our thing. New Year's Day was pie. When we go to like my grandparents, pie. There'd be like six pies there. We'd go there for New Year's Day, and there'd be like six or seven different kinds of pies. And it was like, go ahead, have whatever kind kind of pie you want. I don't know why that was our New Year. New Year treat was pie. I see. So, minced pie. <laughs> no, all like sweet based pies. Okay. Fruit fruit pies. Fruit pies, nut pies. Nut pies. Like pecan pie, baby. See, you know think, about see, pecan even, pie? I think a pecan pie is a nut pie, though. Well, what is a pecan? Well, it's like all filling. But what is what is a pecan? But it's like it's almost like fur. It's like a uh, garnet. In my mind, it's like pecan just kind of winds up on top. Yeah, you're you're not. You're not I, eat, I don't think you're eating it for the pecan. I know it's I know it's called a pecan pie, but you, you mean the sugar? Base? Yeah, the goo. That's what you're the there goo? for. Is the goo? The precious just goo. Like sugars and corn syrup. I think. Yeah. So why don't, why don't we just be honest about it? I think pecan pie is dressing it up. Yeah. Precious goo. Did you or, say? Precious goo. You know about that, where's peanut pie? RJ, almond pie. Peanut butter pie. Peanut butter pie. See, that's like, but it's mushed. It's, it's still like... peanuts, though. I think peanut butter pie is more nut-based than, like, say, a pecan pie. Like, there's more of the sure the, the actual, that... like, true intent of the nut. Peanut butter pie. Peanut butter pie. Yeah. Peanut uh, butter pie is awesome. Really? I like peanut butter pie. I don't know about that. I know, like, Have for you chocolate. With chocolate peanut butter pie or some shit, but... Mm. No, uh... peanut butter pie is great. Get uh, get that chef in your life to whip you up a peanut butter peanut pie. Peanut butter pie. Just like they take like peanut butter, chocolate. And, like, cool See, literally the first thing that pops up there was just chocolate peanut butter pie. No, yeah. no, that's not what you want. You just want peanut butter pie, oh. peanut butter pie. Let's not see. Well, I mean, some of them have chocolate drizzled on top, I guess. But, but this like, is, uh, yeah, the thing I'm looking at though, this is not like I don't know. It seems like this misleading because when I think of a nut pie, I'm thinking of like chopped up nuts into like a pie crust. <laughs> And it's just like you're just, just eating it. It's just crumbling out. This is like this. That's why I was like, oh. I mean, maybe it's possible. Nut if you pie. make it, like a I'll try it. Yeah, a nut pie. I'll yeah, I'll try I'll it. Look up nut pies. You know, to be be really careful. Over nut there. nut lovers pie, Greek honey nut pie, um, Greek honey mo, oh, that... mo can pie. I guess that could be like um like a baklava, right? Yes, because that's yeah. like, yeah. So that that's that's a nut lover. There right you there. go. There you go. That's like baklava. A, yeah, baklava pie. Mm-hmm. That does look mm-hmm. good. I think that 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 is good. Ba- yeah, baklava pie. There we go. We we got there. Yeah. So tell me about Rob Eagle's nut pie. Well, his nuts. Um, so RJ has metal yeah. studs in his tires, eh? I have a caller just like that. Uh, like someone on the phone? Actually, I just, despite the creep's sleazy intimations, I'm not quite the leather daddy those saucy scamps make me out to be. Oh, no? You see, this is why I'm not on the Discord. You guys have already ruined my reputation in Creepsville. No, nobody could have a bad reputation. 
Uh, everybody has I, dirt on each well, other. So, so I think someone's like, sometimes they, there's these calls that go out to Rob Eagle on the Discord, and I was like, he's not on Discord, and they're like, what? It's like, ah, it took him like three years to get on the Instagram, so. That's get, true. Gotta give him time. Mm-hmm. There are like, the one thing about the Discord is, there's like a couple people on there that are just using like, uh, usernames, and I have no idea who they are. So it's like, I don't know who this person is. Have they emailed into the podcast before? Mm-hmm. Like, who is Jar- Garrett Duncan? Who is that? Terrible. Terrible human <laughs> being. That no, but, said, I do yeah. recall a time I was invited to a leather bar by a pal. A hunky mm. Jamaican leather queen. He spent his days in the gym pumping iron and looked quite intimidating. In reality, the most threatening he ever got was catty comments about people's fashion choices. Kind of like white pants, as discussed earlier, RJ. Ooh. Anyway, I didn't have a thing to wear to said establishment, so he suggested I borrow his leather chaps. At this time, I had no idea how to even get into them. The laces at the back looked rather complicated. RJ, have you mm-hmm. ever had this problem? With, with uh, your, with uh, your, with putting your, on with, chaps? Yeah, with your chaps. Your assless uh, chaps. I think all cha- all chaps are assless. Yeah. Are they not like, uh, cause chaps just go on the outsides of your pants. Um, I mean, I'm usually assless. That's the dress code at pizza hut. The one I work at at least. Yeah. Yeah. Say so if you come in here, that ass better be bare. So when you look up assless chaps, it is a thing. Assless chaps. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I, I mean like, I think like true, uh, true chaps like all of them are assless because it's like real cowboy chaps just go on the outsides of your jeans just so your jeans don't get all shitty shitty well yeah you ever worked with cows man shit's everywhere be right on your ass and other places at this time, I had no idea how to even get into them. The laces at the back looked rather complicated. We solved this conundrum by my clinging to a door frame while my pal standing behind laced me up. I simply couldn't resist the movie reference. RJ, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fiddle-dee-dee, mammy. I trilled. You simply have to make my waist 18 and a half inches. To which, apparently, this man went, You done had a baby, Rob. He replied on cue. You ain't never going to be no eight and a half inch waist again. Remember, you know, Mammy? Gone with the Wind? I can't say. As soon as you started saying any of those words, I had no idea what was being discussed. No. I don't know, Mammy. Yeah. Good. Good. Mama June? And though I do say so myself, I was the belle of the bar. Regards, R.O. Bagul. Ooh. Spooky. Spooky. I like that though. I do. I do. I do. Yeah, but cool. Yeah, I mean it works. I mean, I think uh, Ro would probably like a like a, a sexier bagul. Mm-hmm. Does, is there any sexy bagools for like Halloween? <laughs> that you, there is. <laughs> it's sure shit there would be. Just in time for Christmas, Se- boys. Sexy bagools. Yeah, just in time for uh, Christmas. Google doesn't even know what to do with that. <laughs> What about uh one of those dollies? I bet you there's, bet you there's sexy bagels. Oh yeah. Let's let's check out Dolly Mini by Crayon. And let's look up sexy. How do you spell bagul? Well, that's a part of the problem is there's like multiple ways of spelling it. See, 
I would type in, so if you type in B-A-G-O-O-L, it just comes back to you with B-A-G-U-L, which I typed in, and then it just showed me bagels. I do think it is like O-O, which, which I know it sounds but it's weird. Not. But Apparently it's not. Okay. Bullshit. I, I'm, I got the Dolly Mini uh, working on the sexy bagul. This could be a good one. This could be a good one. Remember, what was... Yeah. There's like some woman named like Umesh Bagul or something, or it's like a word, because some Punjabi like, women or something like that pop up here. That's is that here, just RJ. like your targeted ads, though? No, this is, this is Google image search. Oh, that's not your targeted ads? I don't think so. For Punjab, Punjabi ba- ba- women? Bagul. Okay, so wait, what is the right spelling? Did we figure that out? I think it's B-A-G-U-L, but I don't know if anyone actually oh. spells it that way. B-A-G-U-L. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, I spelt it with two O's. Yeah. And I got some... I got some troubling images here. Got some really troubling images. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I see what you're working d- with. D- does that turn your crank, RJ? Um... Depends on what you mean by crank. Okay, I'll I'll send you the first one I have. This is the double O, the double O, uh, spelling of this. Oh shit! Here's like this one's like this is really lazy. I just want to say that this is a uh, uh, bagul from Sinister and Ragdoll. This and is, Ragdoll. This is not even a costume. <laughs> this is just like makeup, face makeup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's like, that's what I was saying before. That's like what cosplay is now. That's what all of cosplay is now. So I sent you one, which is the OO spelling. Ooh. <laughs> so I like the green guy. He's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I'm not, sure what, I'm not sure what we're working with there. I don't know about the women, but the green guy is cool. <laughs> yeah. I, so I just did another one with the U spelling. We're going to see how this kind of shakes out. We're going to check this out here. We're going to check this out here. You're going to hack that mainframe? Well, I'm on it. If it's any different, I'll... Okay, this one is... um, This one's all Korean. Okay. I don't know why. I'll send it your way anyways. Is this your targeted ads? I I mean, this one... Well, the the first picture wasn't Koreans. It's just this one is Koreans. It's kind of strange. I'll send it your way. You can see what you what you want out of this. I can do with this what I want. Yeah, use this information for whatever you'd like, I guess. I see. Cool. <laughs> do you see what I mean? This looks like uh, Bagul's in the camera. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, is he not in the camera in your hearts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't he always with you? Always with us. Yeah. Well. Much like our next emailer. Which there are none. Oh, good. <laughs> That's the end. That would have been a killer transition, though, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, you know, that's how life is sometimes. It doesn't work out. Life is disappointing. I tell people that every day. Yeah, every day. So that's it for those emails. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, yeah, that works. That works. That works. Uh, never going to hit 10 again. That's cool. That's good. Don't, It'll never happen. Don't mind. Don't mind. It'll never, ever So, RJ, happen. I mean, it's been, it's been weeks, so obviously you probably have been doing a lot of watching. Nah. Oh, uh, I mean, I watched a couple things. Okay, I watched a couple things. Like sure. what? Like what? What? Did name one thing. 
Zen, Grogu, and Dust Bunnies. Oh, not Zen the Intergalactic Ninja? No, this is uh, the Studio Ghibli. Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? I think I usually say Ghibli, but okay. It might be, is... But it might be Gib- Ghibli. Depends on my mood. Depends on your mood? Yeah. Like Jif and Joff? Yeah. Gif and Goff? Okay. Uh, I watched that. It's a two-minute short. Yeah. And? It's just... Was it worth every second? Walking around. And, and honestly, it kind of looks like a, it looks like a test screen. Do you know what I mean? It's like this is what like I feel like Ghibli made as like, yeah, this is something we could do if you wanted. It's contractually they, obligated. Yeah, it was like two minutes long. And they're like, oh, let's see if we want to do this or not. And I think they didn't do it. I watched another Star Wars thing. I watched that Obi-Wan Kenobi show, Jerm. Obi-Wan? Starring okay. Ewan McGregor? Ewan starring a a guy who works at Showcase Comics in Creepville. <laughs> what? Yeah. He looks just like D- one of your D- coworkers. Devon? D- D- Devon looks like Ewan McGregor. You can't deny it. Uh, maybe, there was a window of time that was more accurate, I think. Yeah, I know, but time makes fools of us all. Mm-hmm. I told you this already. Yeah. Uh, so I watched that. Um, I remember hearing a lot of people were um, not liking it because... Uh, it allegedly had woke politics. <laughs> is that something that you heard also? Like, uh, well, did I tell you that there's like the one day at the store during the summer where this guy just said, everything about Star Wars dead to me. <laughs> and I just assumed that it probably had something to do with wokeness. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a, a touch of it here and there in this, but, um, this thing just blows. Like it's it's what? Re- it, it blows. It blows. Did you receive my review of this? Uh was it Obi Wan Can't No Be? Uh Obi Wan can no thanks. Okay. Yeah. Uh it's just really boring. Like and not in a good boring way, like because I, I do appreciate a good boring show once in a while too. Like I do have patience in that sense, but um just you and McGregor, like, sitting around. He's like, Ugh. And then, like, other people come. And there's a bunch of new characters. And you're like, these people all suck. Yeah. Like, I actually did do, like, an episode-by-episode episode thing. But I don't even think it's worth it. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I didn't think a single ep- one of these episodes was better than a two-star. Oh. I'll hit you with it really quick because this is what we do. Okay. Well, I also want to ask, though, are you going to watch Andor? No. No, but, but this, apparently, no. Apparently, Andra actually is good. Jared, do you remember what we were talking about two weeks ago? When every new show they go, this one is really the one. This is the really good one. We know the last one wasn't quite it, but this is the real one. That's what I, they were all, saying all, about Kenobi. All I know is that, uh, I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot because people who do not like Star Wars have said Andra is actually really good. So I'm, 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 that's curious to me. If it wasn't Star Wars related, if it was just called Space Rebels, I probably would have gave it, a, given it a shot. Space Adventures. Space Adventure. No, I don't know, man. I think this show kind of ruined it for me, and it's like it killed Star Wars. It just, it just, it killed Star Wars for me. <laughs> uh, I just found it really boring. Like uh, everything with Kenobi, like uh, it's him and. Um, it's it's about Children. him. It's him and Leia. So I mean, I don't know if I can spoil the show, but it's him trying to like go get 
young Princess Leia. She was kidnapped and then trying to return her to her her adoptive parents. And then the entire time, Darth Vader has like his like little Templar of Knights uh, that he sends out, and they're searching for any Jedi, but specifically Kenobi. Are they all red? Too. They are, yeah. They're the Inquisitors or whatever that thing is. So like, no. they all have like these. It's really weird, like circle lightsabers that just spin, and like that's how they use them. And I was like, that's not <laughs> what. They're like little. They're like a little circle. It's like a stick with a circle, and whenever they pull them out, they just spin like in circles. And it's like, is it and they seri- just like hold so them is, at is people. Is it a tube that's like hollow, but it's got a, it's a ring. It's a series of rings. No, it's like so. Imagine a circle yeah. with a straight line through the middle, and then they grab that straight line, and then it it is like oh. two separate pins. So it is like a double sword, yeah, that's, saber, that's but it spins. Awful. And that's what they all have. That sounds and silly. You have you get introduced to these ones, and uh, one of like the one of the new characters is this lady named Rava, and her character's so lame. Like she's on rooftops, like she's like. Like smelling around, she's like Kenobi. <laughs> she's like jumps around like Daredevil. It's so stupid. Man, all these references to Daredevil tonight. I know. I like. I I was gonna say Batman, but it's not even quite like Batman. Like she's just running. She's like, and then she'll like jump like Daredevil style and be like, he. And then she's like, not Batman. He's not Batman. But she like does that, and her her motivation like she hates the Jedi too, and it's just like all right, whatever. She's kind of boring. You get introduced to another character, uh, Kumal Nanjiani is in this Jared as like a smuggler, and he's playing like exceedingly smug, and I was just like, uh, this guy. He's a can't. smuggler. He's a smuggler, and I was like, uh, enough <laughs> Kumal Nanjiani. Uh, Ewan McGregor is real like he's trying, but like. He doesn't have much to do. The, the best actress or the best like actor in the show was the little girl who was playing Leia. She was actually really good. I was like, hey, this is a good child actor. Like, she, I didn't find her like annoying or anything like that. I was like, she's actually like doing a good job. Everyone else was really kind of lame. There's a Grand Inquisitor guy, and he's like, he's got this huge fucking head. Like, I think they tried to make this guy like prosthetically bald or something, but his head just looks like the size of like a grapefruit. Like, yeah, they said the same about you. No, no one's ever said that. Nobody has ever said that. Yeah. Never, 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 never. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was really boring. And I'm not going to tell you like episode by episode, but this is this is my like one or two line impressions of these episodes. Okay. So episode one, uh, kids dying. Two stars. <laughs> Better uh, than kids dying. Four stars. Four stars. <laughs> Uh, episode two, a meth lab in Star Wars, two stars. Uh, episode three, Obi Wan rides the bus. No rating, because <laughs> I think I gave up for a second. <laughs> um, episode four. Uh, what was this? Cryo tube boys. Oh yeah, there's there's scene in this where both Obi Wan and Vader in cryo tubes for like 20 minutes of this episode, and that's it. Oh. Uh, episode five, I don't know, I forgot to make notes while I was watching this, uh, and then episode six, Uncle Owen crotch grab, no rating. <laughs> wow, powerful. 
There's also some really weird stuff in this. So, like, in, in that last episode, it's a green screen desert at night, and it is so dark. It is so hard to see. Uh, another weird thing is, like, all the stormtroopers are different people in this. Like, they have distinctly different voices. And I was like, isn't that not what stormtroopers were? Aren't they supposed to all be the same at this point? Wasn't that what that entire prequel stuff was about? Was how these guys are the same? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Safdie brothers is in this show. Shit. And uh, he dies. Oh, fuck. Oh, so they got, they got that going for us. Spo- spoilers. It's in the first, like, eight minutes. Oh, so it's... spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was a really boring-ass show. Cool. I like, so that, I like that. You know what wasn't boring, though? I actually think you would... You would get some genuine enjoyment out of this. Have you ever heard of Killer Sally? Nope. It's about this lady, late 80s, 90s. She was a bodybuilder. Oh. Yeah. And then she married uh, another bodybuilder, and they did steroids together a Holy lot. Holy shit. And they worked out a lot. Yep. This is another one of those uh, Netflix, like, true crime. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a true Docs. crime thing. Yeah. Of it's, course it is. Of course it is. This one's cool, though, because uh, it's got hot abs, Jarrett. You yeah. know about hot abs? Yeah. And it's got people working out. And that's cool. Okay. That's that. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. It's about cycle of violence. Like, this person's (laughs) like, I was abused as a kid, and then I married a guy who abused me also. And then I had kids, and then they got taken away, and then they married people, and those guys abused them too. And it was just like, ugh. It's real bummer stuff. And then the U.S. military is like, come join the military. And then you go, oh, cool, cool. Uh, but I liked the bodybuilding stuff. I thought that was neat. Yeah, just like all these Netflix things, they're compelling enough to keep watching. But uh, Ooh. you know what I mean? Compelling. We're compelling. We're watching the uh, new um, Unsolved Mysteries, and there's a couple good episodes in there. The Navajo Reservation stuff is super cool. I, th- I thought you were going to watch Star Trek, RJ. I was going to, but I, like, I once I once I dig in. I'm in. Do you know what I mean? So I was just going to try to space it out a little bit. I'm playing Luigi's Mansion 3 yeah. on uh, the Nintendo Switch. I, so know, I'm doing... I notice you don't post about these things on Discord, RJ. Uh, that's because I just started like a day ago. Uh, I mean... I get bullied too much on Discord. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why you should come and get bullied some more. Yeah. I will be more frequent on the Discord if somebody gives me one of those new PlayStations that all the kids talk about. <laughs> Did they just give you one? Yeah. But why would they do that? Why not? I entertained them for free for years. <laughs> for years. For years. Just give me one of those, and then I'll, I, whatever game I play, I will gladly talk about it. Because I do want one of those, because I never had PlayStations, and PS5 is backwards compatible with PS4, and PS4 has all the remasters of like every PlayStation game ever, like Shadow of the Colossus and all those Gods of Wars. I've never played any of those. I'd play them. I talk about them, but someone's got to buy me the console. I just I just hopped on the Discord and saw one Mark Silvestri was asking us uh, about, about some thorough analysis about how Tom Brady and Larry David and some other celebrities are being named in an FTX suit. Is that the beanbag thing? Yep. Oh, okay. I, I still live, don't really... Live, live in that poly life, RJ. I don't quite get it, but... It's coming, it's, it's coming for you, too. Yeah. Hey, did you hear they got Jay Leno? Uh, yeah, or maybe he got himself. 
mean, well, I don't think the details are uh, scarce as far, as far as I'm concerned. Leno's been rebuilding cars for 60 years. Yes. You think he doesn't know what he's doing? Exactly. Yeah. Someone came for Leno. I bet he spoke out about Kenobi. Could have been a protest. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's stuff I'm doing. Unsolved Mysteries is uh, fun. Still, oh, Jared, there was a Bigfoot episode. Whoa. But it's in the Navajo Reservation one because ah. because of how much haunting and paranormal stuff happens on the Navajo Reservation. They were talking about Bigfoot, and then they were talking about skinwalkers, and then they were talking about ghosts, and then they were talking about aliens. Fuck, that episode had it all, man. It was it was so good. It was so good. You you were just in your glory. Oh, my, I we watched it last night, and I was like, I was like, I'm eating this up. I was like, ooh, baby. Yeah, with your chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, actually, frame by uh, frame. We had a, we went out for a, it was my dad's birthday in the last two weeks here and we went for Chinese food and uh, I was showing off my chopstick skills. I wasn't showing off, but fuck, I was good with those. I was eating dry ribs with chopsticks, Jared. You ever seen that move before? That's how good I've gotten. Yeah. Just because. You'll have to go to, you'll have to start uh, working toward competition. For chopstick skills? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people in like those pan Asian co- countries probably still have me beat. But are they eating mixed nuts with chopsticks? I doubt it. No, because they go, "What the fuck would you do that for?" To keep your hands clean. Are you stupid? Wash your hands. I, what if you have a cat on you? <laughs> say move, move the cat. You're gonna move a cat when it's sleeping on you. Yeah. You can't move a cat when it's sleeping on you, Jared. Yeah, you you can. That's the number one thing you can't do. That's exactly what you can do. You cannot move yeah. a cat. And my cat yeah. likes to nap. Okay. So that cat will be down for two, three hours. Yeah. I can't get up. Okay. Jared, I can't get up. So what did you watch? Uh, so I, I did manage to uh, start get getting back onto the X-Files train. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. which did lead me to episode season five, episode 12. Bad Blood. Ooh. That episode is so good. Bad Blood's wicked. That, that, that is, I think, the best episode of X-Files. Is that the one with uh, Luke Wilson? Yes. And yeah. and uh, what's his name from Sandlot? Yes, the Sandlot guy's in there. And then isn't there a scene, too, where they change the actor at one point? <laughs> Just, like, for fun? Well, well, I... they, well, the thing they do is, like, Luke Wilson... Uh, oh, his, they're his both teeth, telling... His, his teeth are different between Scully's telling and uh, Mulder's and Mulder. uh, telling. Scully's, and... he's very handsome, and Mulder's, he's got buck teeth, and he's like, Garsh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, no, that, yeah. that, in the, yeah, no, that episode is, uh, like, really good. It's, and it's oh, kind yeah. of, well, because especially, I feel like season five, they completely are lost. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing anymore. That The episode before it, Kill Switch, with the uh, AI. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that episode stinks. Every show has an AI episode, right? Yeah, that one's real bad. And then bad, but bad, then you get Bad Blood, and it's like, oh. And I looked it up, because I'm like, this is like a really, really good episode. It's like, sure enough, yeah. It's like mentioned, you look up best episodes of X-Files, it's always, you know, top five. Was this a? I was gonna say, was this a Darren Morgan? But this is a Vince Gilligan. It is. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, that one's that's a, cool. Really good. That's a, yeah. a high high watermark of uh, the series for me. Yeah, the re- ba- I was just like, man, this is just like it's so well done. Because sometimes the uh, the comedy stuff they do doesn't quite work, but I think this one's actually really well mm-hmm. situated between the two characters. 
Um, mm. And like the the subtlety, like I mean, it's not even subtlety, but just like how they uh, exaggerate how you know Mulder, you know, how excitable you can get. And he's like, I wasn't mm. excited. And he's like, Oh, hey, Scully, hey, how's it going? And uh, <laughs> I, I thought you'd come over here and take a look at my slideshow. <laughs> and then she's just like, Ah, oh, Mulder, she's just she's always mad at him, or uh, or like, or he's just like, ex- yeah, excitable. And then yeah, the whole idea of just like yeah, the pizza delivery boy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you were thinking of Patrick Rena from yes. uh, Sandlot and um, the Big Green. Yeah. And uh, lots of stuff. And Brent Butt, Canadian actor, is in this as well Ooh. as the coroner. Ah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, that so that was good. The, the next episode is kind of back to mythos nonsense, where uh, I think oh, they're like ancient texts. Yeah. That's the one. I think about halfway through that. Yeah. But. Yeah. That one's good. Yeah, it's at least they're kind of saying, "Oh, right, uh, there are aliens." It's like it's not just like I don't know. It's such a strange show. Like it's it seems very confused about what it wanted yeah. to do. And so mm-hmm. like there's like going forward, and they're like, "Oh, we can't go that forward. We got to backtrack it." And now it's like Boulder's doing uh, you know uh, what do you call those like these conferences, <laughs> and it's like what the fuck. Like, so they know aliens exist, but then Mulder's like, well, our government's just using it to use like create weapons like for you know biological like warfare. And you're like, that seems like it should be a bigger deal. But now we live in a world where that probably wouldn't even like be a, a news story. It'd just be like, oh yeah. We all it's knew like, that. It's like everybody knows about this, man. It's not even like news. Yeah. And then the, like the, the weird stuff with like how Krychek just comes back and you're like, oh, he's back again. You mean Lawrence? Yeah. Yeah. It is weird that Lawrence comes back, eh? Very peculiar. Yeah. Um, speaking of other things shot in Canada, RJ, I didn't think I was going to do this. But yeah. I, I, but I did it with that free time I had last week. Are you familiar with a little series on Netflix that launched like a month ago called Cabinet of Curiosities? I've seen some ads, and I know a lot of people say, it's a GDT's Twilight Zone. I, 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 I don't know if you're uh, logged into Netflix, but if you wanted to amuse me, uh, entertain me, you should watch like the first 30 seconds of the first episode. That's going to come up on my uh, continue watching, though, if I do that. That's okay. You just hit back. Okay. You, you, is, you just, the first episode is lot 36. Yeah, just watch like the first 30 seconds live on the air. Okay. So the Netflix just went dum dum. Wow. Uh, subtitle says eerie music. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, my man GDT coming comes out, and then the race past the world full of mystery. As he comes uh, hobbling out of the darkness. <laughs> The world is full of mysteries. That's it. I mean, that's all I you need. It's... That's all you need to see every episode, RJ. Yeah. He's because he's Alfred Hitchcock now. I mean, I do. I I do admire Guillermo del Toro and his love of monster stuff. He's 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 one of the guys, you know. He, he just likes monster stuff. He's one of the boys. One Jared. of the boys. So before you detail the show or your opinions, is this something that I should watch? Yeah, or? oh, absolutely. This is like really good Halloween viewing for sure. Halloween, but oh yeah. well. If it's still loggable by next year, I will definitely watch it next year. If it's okay. still loggable, um, I'll just kind of run through what they're about because you won't remember. Um, yeah, no. Like 
11 months from now. I'll watch it next October, and I'll say, hey, Jared, you ever heard of this show? Yeah, I'm like, no, what's it about? Mm-hmm, How does mm-hmm. it hold up after one year? Uh, I'll, I'll be the judge. Yeah, so, yeah, the first episode is Lot 36. This one stars, oh, what's his name from? Uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Oh, brother, yeah, Tim Blake Nelson. Um, he's a he's a right-winger, RJ, and he's you know what he's really into? <laughs> he's into storage wars. He really likes to buy um, storage units. Yeah. And uh, this poor this poor woman's uh, storage unit got sold on her by accident, and he won't like help her out because she's because she's Mexican, and and so oh I so, see so he's a so he's a so kind of a bigot guy, and then uh, he stumbles across okay. a uh, a unit that's got some mystical things in it, and this sends him into a another storage unit, and then Lovecrafty things happen. The end. I gotta tell you. I'm kind of over Lovecraft stuff. Well, maybe this series won't be for you because I say stuff? that it is. Let's see here: one, two, three, four, five. Five out of eight are five out of eight. are very influenced. Uh, some, I mean, literally, "Dreams in the Witch House" is Lovecraft. Pickman's model. Literally Lovecraft adaptations, uh, and the other ones are very adjacent or like inf- very mindful of the cosmic horror thing. Do you have Lovecraft fatigue well, as well, or is uh, I find it's kind of now that like mm, more things are getting to the party a little bit late. It's not so cool. It, yeah. it does. It feels like oh, this. I think it, there was a moment this was like exciting, and it's mm-hmm. past, and it's so it's everywhere. Like this isn't because I think there's people who are like, have you ever heard of like HP Lovecraft? And you go, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's been there's probably been points in times where people wouldn't know what you're talking about, but I think I think people do know. Yeah, is that why Glorious? It was your favorite film of the year. Absolutely. For the Lovecraft influences. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, so, all right. The, so, the, the, the best, the best work of Rebecca McKendry's career, RJ. Glorious. Just kind of like how Andor's the best Star uh, Star Wars show to date. To date. To date. Uh, Graveyard Rats. So all these have like okay. real shot in Toronto vibes. To yeah, me. that's cool. But uh, Graveyard Rats is pretty decent. Uh, how do you feel about Ratma? Uh, I really like Ratma. So this is about rat. This is a man fighting rats. Um, and okay. It's it's pretty. I mean, it's all CGI rats, so you're you're yeah. good. But yeah, he's a coward and he's a grave robber, and uh, things happen underground. It's, it's it's good. It's it's decent. Uh, the autopsy. So this is David Pryor, your boy. Oh, the empty the man who brought us the empty man. Uh, autopsy is mm-hmm. real good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I do like David Pryor. Yeah. Like, I would uh, I would be I would be very surprised if you didn't uh, uh, love the autopsy or like we're enthusiastic about it. I think it's not... it's, it's so far above I think everything else for me. Uh, it's it makes sense. It's you don't know what's going on, and then you're like, oh, and then it makes sense. And it's, and it's satisfying, and it's probably got the the best kind of completeness to it. I feel actually that's not true, but I think it's the most satisfying. Doesn't have like an autopsy of Jane Doe thing, does it? Uh, no. It's is that what I wasn't big into that. No, this is this is you'll see. This okay. is this is this is your jam. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you'd be into it. Okay. Uh, it's very yeah. I think some people say it seems adjacent to like the Empty Man in some ways. 
<laughs> but I, I think that, yeah, this is easily, uh, I mean, I think this was just way better than Empty Man because it's a lot more focused. Because, well, I mean, Empty but, Man's got the bun, Bunster yeah, at work it, too, it, right? It does. Uh, this is actually based on this one guy's short story from like the 60s or 70s. And so some, some, some authentic uh, science fiction writing. As opposed to it's about Colin en, en, Bunn? about endoparasites, RJ. Endoparasites? Yeah, or something like that. What about ectoparasites? Those oh, guys are cool, too. Yeah, watch out for them. Uh, mm-hmm. The Outside. So this is directed by um, the person who did the Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. That Anna oh, Lily yeah. Amarpour. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So this stars Bill as well from uh, Freaks and Geeks, Martin Starr. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Kate Micucci, Micucci, who? Kate Micucci. Oh, is that the girl with the short brunette hair, like kind of bobby, and she's kind of like, kind of like, Elfie, that uh, girl. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is a whole uh, thing about women's body image and how they're described by men on podcasts, RJ. I mean, I wasn't being like negative. I just that girl does look like an elf. Bill Hader looks like a troll, or not Bill Hader. Um, Martin Starr looks like a troll. If that's helpful at all, <laughs> a troll. He just looks like a guy. He looks like a troll. She looks like an elf. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if this is who I'm thinking of. It is. It is. Did I? Well, okay. Well, so the other thing, so the, the director, she shot this in like with these like wide angle lenses to really accentuate um, the the fantasy elements of these people's appearances. Okay. And it's about like lotions that you rub on yourself to beautify yourself, RJ. So you, so you fit into society and have so confidence. Men, so men on podcasts don't talk about you yeah. in a certain way? Exactly. Okay. Because they're, the, they're the real monster. I know a few, at least. That's why it's called The Outside, RJ. Yeah, okay. And then, and then Mystique shows up in this. Not kidding. Rebecca not... Romaine? Or, nope, like, nope. actual Mystique? Uh, I, a Mystique shows up, and you go, okay. It's, yeah, yeah this one, as, as it went on, it is way too simple. And you're kind of uh, like, I don't know, so to somebody, maybe this will be like, holy shit, I never thought about it this way. Uh, to me, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, like a YA person enthusiast, yeah. do you think? Right. And so, you know what? That's like okay to have stuff like this and exist in the world. It's just kind of like, oh, I've I've done this. I've, I've, I've seen this story before, done the exact same way, and this is nothing new. So You've, you've generalized women on the internet? Well, I mean, I leave, that, I, I leave that to the professionals, RJ. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we can get Sam Sanchez back on the podcast one day. What? Wow. He's not or even, Oliver. Not even, not even, neither of them here to defend themselves against these salacious I, claims by, again, by, should, a, by a podcaster. Maybe if they get me a PS5, I won't, uh, I won't rip into <laughs> them anymore. them further. Give me one of those New Zealand ones that comes with a Kiwi. Ooh. You know what I mean? Or in a didgeridoo. Okay. Uh, and so the the next episode was Pikmin's model, which uh, like uh, Nintendo uh, Pikmin. Yeah, Pikman. Okay, P- Pikmin. Uh, okay. This this has Crispin Glover show up. Ah, cool. As Pikmin, and that was uh, that was that was cool. Um, welcome. This one's pretty Sorry. good. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's maybe a little drawn out because it's you know got to be an hour long, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got some stuff to it. I I like the. That it's very committed to the Lovecraft era, I guess. Okay. Uh, good, good dark ending. 
And then mm-hmm. Dreams in the Witch House. This stars Ronnie from uh, Harry Potter, which I was kind of Ron like, Weasley. Yeah. Okay. So that's what he's doing these days. That's Rupert Grint. <laughs> yeah, my man. Yeah, everyone's favorite. You don't know about Rupert Grint? I I didn't know who he was, honestly. Yeah. His because his uh his ginger hair is very blondy in this. Well, I thought you were a pothead, like a Potterhead. I'm not. No. Don't care. Care about Harry Potter. Jared loves magic. Yeah, I love magic. Dude loves witchcraft and wizardry. Oh yeah, and lizardry. Oh, yeah. I'm re- I'm more of a bitchcraft and wizardry oh, thing. You know ugh. what I mean? Ugh. I got a nice uh, sweater. It says "Keep it bitchin'," and I'm like, yeah. Huh? That's my persona. Yeah. Yeah, do you walk around in your uh, your like sweatpants? Say juicy on the bottom. Yeah, but the butts out just a little bit. Yeah, like the like I'm, I didn't pull them all the way up the crack. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you go 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 to Walmart and get some get some milk. Uh, no, just like six bags of cheesies. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Walmart crowd's usually getting. Four, six bags of cheesies in every cart, and like a pack of toilet paper, because they know. They know what's they know what's coming next. Uh, but some dreams next. in the witch house. Uh, it's got like a spooky looking witch, and it's got um oh what's his name the little rat guy with the with the human face. I always forget that. Or Jenkins Brown Jenkins. I don't, uh, I don't know if you know the dreams in the witch house story well. I watched the Stuart Gordon like Masters of Horror version ages ago, and I mm-hmm. argue it's better. This is feels like everything that would have gone wrong with like an like Oz Perkins, Gretel and Hansel. This kind of feels like that at times. And where just people are explaining out loud what they're doing. Uh, so yeah. now I'm doing this and you go, yeah, my, my yeah. sister died, but she's been caught in the purgatory and I can, we can bring her back and, and it just happens. You go, what the fuck? You go, that's this, cool. This seems simple. Like that seems way easier. Yeah. This will definitely work out well. And then, RJ, we got to the one that uh, people have been building up on, the old letterbox. Uh, a little bit of Panos Cosmatos, son, 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 son of the man who brought us Cobra. Uh, yeah, yeah. The viewing. Yeah, what's he viewing, though? It's, it's, uh, that's exactly. And uh, this has got uh, Peter Weller, Robocop. Uh, this has actually got quite a, quite the cast, actually. You know about mm-hmm. you know about Eric Andre? I do know about Eric Andre. Um, you know about uh, what's his name? Is it Brian Ag or James Ag Aggie Aggie, the guy from uh, um, the big dude? Yeah, that guy. The guy who looks like who looks <laughs> in in his face exactly like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Peacemaker. Okay. From, yeah, from Suicide Squad verse. Yeah. Yep. I got gotcha. you. So he's in here. He's a writer who loves Coke. The the drink. Yeah. Or, or other things too. He has no problems doing a little coke. Uh, the drink. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, yeah Eric Andre. He's a musician. Uh, Sophia mm-hmm. Butella. Uh, she's she's mm-hmm. here too. From the Mummy. From the Mummy. The Mummy with Tom Cruise, I believe. Is she was the Mummy. Is she? Oh yeah, she is. She was. She was the Mummy. Jarrett is what I'm saying. And you get Charlene Yee know her yeah i know charlene Yee. yeah i i call her charlene yeet yeet and then i dab it you know about uh that? this is this is some ponos action 
It's I'd say it's the best thing he's done. But. Oh yeah, just like Andor. Like Andor. Okay, okay. And RJ to wrap yeah. things up, the murmuring directed by the Babadook herself, Jennifer Kent. Okay. Do, RJ, how do you feel about grief and loss? I'm big fan. Do you, big well, fan. This is this is the bread and butter of a fan of those things. This is just laying it on in a way that you've seen a million times. Of course, this is also uh, one of the two episodes that Guillermo uh, also was like wrote. I think he co-wrote it with Jennifer Kemp, sure. which he also worked on the first episode. I think, and that's mm-hmm. it. And uh, I don't know. It just doesn't do anything you haven't seen a, a billion times. Does the grief and loss, by any chance, you be told as a metaphor? No, in it's some way? it's like just there. There's not there's not even metaphors. It's, no, it's no, just there. Don't have time for it. It's pretty. I felt. I mean, I thought it's pretty literal. It's like oh, and the Christopher's like oh, I can't believe that that happened. That these parents are going through this. You go okay. Whoa. <laughs> and this goes on and on and on. It's really well shot. Like, it looks really good. I think mm-hmm. it's probably, like, one of the better made of the whole thing. But, man, I, I don't know. It didn't didn't do anything that... I don't know, it's, like, it's about bird scientists, which is uh, different than bird lawyers. Like Harvey Birdman? Yep. Like Harvey okay. Birdman. So is this, like, that movie Birds? What was that? Birdemic? Is that what this exactly, is about? Exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And now to see if you remember any of what I've just told you for a year. Uh, I mean, I think you're giving me a little bit of a credit for a year. Ask me next week what Cabinets of Curiosities is, and I'll see if I can. Oh, one of the highlights, though, that up. Uh, was there's one of these episodes. There's a, there's a monster that shows up. And I was, like, looking at it, and I went, huh, that looks like something from BPRD. And then in the, in the course in the credits is like uh, creature designed by Guy Davis, and I went, "Aha!" Mm. <laughs> the, the are there any? BPRD. Are there any Mike Mignola Mignolas? monsters? No, there's not. But I thought GDT was a huge Mignola. Well, fan. I, mean, I know Guy Davis. He's abandoned, uh, I think, comics because he can make way more money doing like TV work and movie work, like as an effects artist, just as a designer. He, okay. he can just get paid to draw and get paid probably five times for way less work. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I would do it for half the price. Ooh, you're going to undercut? You son of a bitch. Yeah, I'd do it for half the price. No problem. So, how much are you going to pay me? I'll pay you to shut the fuck up. No problem. Signing off. <laughs> Signing off. Good Until riddance. next week. Now it's just you and me, dear listener. Just you and me. You should do an episode on your own one, one day. A, a solo cast? Yeah. Just see how I'll do it if you do it. You well, do one and then I'll do uh, one. See, I was thinking that we, we need to do more chuckling on the air. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you've noticed this on other podcasts people yeah see people chuckle they they're they're very very amused at how funny they are like that yeah i mean i'm here all i'm waiting for is uh someone to write something and express themselves in an email that makes me crack up but no see that's like way too low-key 
you're you're trying to be quiet. You gotta be like, you gotta, it's gotta be one of those like like laughs that really brings attention to itself. A real gut buster. Do you know who Jimmy Carr is? No. He's like a British comedian. He laughs on stage. He goes, ho ho, ho ho. <laughs> like it's very intentional. It's the weirdest fucking laugh on earth. Ho 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 ho. That's how he laughs. Weird. So. Yeah, you should you should YouTube it. It's Jimmy Carr laugh. Kind of looks like he sells wine for a living. Oh, he sells wine. Yeah. And cheese. <laughs> Did it. It's actually louder than that, but I don't want to like um my neighbors See. would call the cops if I did the real one. <laughs> the dogs might wake up. Yeah, we haven't they were barking the shit out of me today. I was putting the recycling out. I thought they were going to make it through the fence today. <laughs> they were going to finish the job. I thought they were coming, man. Well, they got another dog. So uh, no. now they have three dogs that could potentially get me. <laughs> you know? Why not have more dogs? More. More dogs. More. Yeah. Anyways, so that's well, good. That's, that's good. it. That's Yeah, that's what I've been watching, RJ. Uh, I, got, I did it. I, 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 got, I watched the show. I you watched, did? You watched the show? Not even in Halloween. I wish I would have so, watched it in Halloween in some ways, but at the same time, yeah, I, I did it now. Next up, Star Trek Discovery? Fuck no. You should watch know. Enterprise, though, because Enterprise Fuck. is a genuinely good show. No, I, 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 I question your tastes. No, no. See, but this is the thing. Nobody watches Enterprise, so nobody can back me up other than that one person on Twitter that was subscribed to Patreon, I think, exclusively for Enterprise Talk. Because Granger, that dude's still in Voyager. So he's not going to be here for a while. But nobody knows. Nobody watched it. Nobody can verify that season three of Enterprise is what Star Trek is all about. With the the, uh, alien Nazis? Alien Uh, Nazi vampires? That's just at the end. That's at the end. Season three is all the Zindi. uh, We have things to look forward to. The Zindi. You know about those guys? And the horrendous final episode. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, you want to hear about some Criterion films coming out in February? What's a, what's a Criterion? It's, it's, um, so we got five films. That two of them are 4K releases, I believe. One of them is Dazed and Confused, RJ. Oh, interesting. I like that show. And we got that Three Colors box set coming out in 4K. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. You know about uh, Franco Zeffirelli? Uh, the man who brought us Jesus of Nazareth, the nine-hour Catholic well, film? That's not oh, com- yeah. that, that's not coming out from the Criterion, but his ah. Romeo and Juliet is. Not as good. Reppin' the Shake. It's been a while since we've had some shake. I prefer if he was reppin' the JC, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Well, I know Zeffirelli does. It's just, come on, Criterion. Get with it. <laughs> come on, John. Yeah, come on, John. You're, you're trying to like, not go out of business, right? Yeah. That would be a good movie, but whatever. Uh, we got a, we got two films by Margaret Duras. We have India Song and Baxter. Vera Baxter. Fucking finally. Been asking for that for years. Fuck yeah. What, what, what is this about? Oh, I love reading these and just watching you react and hearing your stifled sounds. It's like uh-huh. anti-chuckles. The anti-chuckle? Yeah, that's our podcast. The anti-chuckle. 
Yeah, I'm here for the anti-chuckle. Marguerite Duras had already established herself as one of the major figures of post-war French literature when she launched an equally fascinating and unclassifiable career in cinema, translating her elliptical experimental style to the screen through an unprecedented fusion of hypnotic, highly stylized imagery and radically disjunctive sound. Boldly reimagining the possibilities of dialogue, music, silence, and architectural space, the tantalizing sphinx-like evocations of soul-deep female malaise. (laughs) Is that like is that like mayonnaise? India song and Baxter Vera Baxter sphinx RJ sphinx-like. I don't think even Gerald Ford was described as having sphinx-like malaise. No, no, this is another what is sphincter. Uh, Embodied Duras's singular multi-sensory approach (laughs) with each opening up new spaces for the expression of women's interior worlds. Man, give them give them a pile of money. The person who writes this copy, I'm here. I'm here for it, RJ. There's going to be a multi-sensory feeling at an opening, all right? There'll be a release out that opening. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right in the can. Uh, malaise. <laughs> Sphinx-like malaise. Okay. Oh, that's good stuff. Okay, then we have yeah. some uh, Robert Townsend. Oh, Bob Townsend. Bob Townsend? You know him? Shit. No. Hollywood Shuffle. The debut feature by Robert Townsend is an ingenious guerrilla satire that takes riotous aims. There's these words. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Gorilla like G-U-E or gorilla yeah. like G-O-R? G-U-E. I think gorilla satire, G-O-R, would have been – that would have been a lot better. But anyways, oh, what was that word? Gorilla satire that takes riotous aim at the typecasting of black actors in 1980s Hollywood. The writer-director stars megawatt charisma propels Hollywood Shuffle, the hilarious tale of a struggling actor attempting to break into an industry where the only roles available to black performers seem to be hustlers, butlers, slaves, and Eddie Murphy types, forcing him to choose between selling out and maintaining his self-respect, lampooning everything from film noir to zombie flicks to Siskel and Ebert, Townsend and uh, co-writer uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans, cannily turns the frustrations of the black artist into a subversely funny pop culture critique. Okay. Um, is it skewering? That's what I need to know. Didn't say it, so no. It is not ri- skewering? <laughs> it's riotous, though. Riotous. Oh, riotous. I imagine Hank... You should do these in a Hank Hill voice. I, I could do uh, Romeo riotous. and Juliet. Okay. One of the greatest Shakespeare adaptations, this sublime take on the bard's immortal romantic tragedy by Mm -hmm. Franco Zeffirelli, breathed new life into the oft-told tale by casting actual teenagers in the title roles. As the young lovers whose affair threatens to inflame the tensions between their feuding Mm -hmm. families in Renaissance Verona, Olivia Hussey and Leonard Whiting vividly mm-hmm. captured the mix of adolescent ardor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's an and or. 
<laughs> Some would say the best. Ardor. The Star Wars and, shows. And turmoil that fuels their destiny driven liaison. A sensory banquet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, a sensory, sensory banquet, banquet. Thanks to Nino Vota's delicate score and the exquisite Oscar winning costumes and cinematography. Romeo mm. and Juliet is Shakespeare at its most deeply felt and passionately alive. Bill? Bill? Damn it. Dang it, Bobby. I think you did a good job. I think you should do all your reviews like that and all, readings. Yeah, all, all my readings like Mike Judge? Honestly, just do everything like that now. Live my life. Because I liked it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ardor. 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 Yeah. It was good. It was good. Do more. Do more. Do more. Yeah. In that such a way. No. Mm-hmm. Good, Dr- good stuff. Dr- dreamy. Do you have any news for us, RJ? Uh, I saw some news. Baby. What was it? It just came up. It was hot news. Hot news. Let's see here. I'm on Twitter. Hot cam? Uh, he's in town in the next week or two, actually. I, I, I remember you mentioning this. Yeah, he is in town sometime soon. Um, he's got a, His sister's getting married, and they're making him make the wedding cake. Is he going to be sleeping with the cat litter again? No, he's going to sleep at uh, Kartik's house. The Cobra is what we call him. The, the Cobra. cobra. Uh, whatever news I had seen is now no longer available to me. And that's, like, too bad, man. Too bad. It's so sad. I brought up something earlier, but don't remember what it was. Well, I know uh, Worf was trending. Uh, I mean, that was really cool. Oh, man. The next movie in the Alien franchise, led by... Fide Alvarez. Oh, the Fideverse expands. The expanse. Oh, actually, you know what? Something real. <laughs> you know what I saw that was really dumb on Netflix? We were uh, we paused an episode of Unsolved Mysteries because we were getting like snacks or something. And like if you have it paused for more than a minute, it starts doing the slideshow of like like the pictures for new shows. And it was Flanagan's new show. Oh, like the Midnight Hour, which came out in like uh in october or something so it doesn't matter if you've heard of this or not Wait, but it was it like ca- it came out it, it's out already the whole show it came out in in october is it not a good sign that no one has talked about it i mean i didn't watch it because i was too busy watching like uh movies i would have like if it came out any time other than october i probably would have watched it right away but uh yeah that's that thing's been out for like a month already yeah, the Midnight Club. Hmm. Midnight Club, Midnight Club. So the funny thing that I saw on Netflix was uh, the way they were selling this. Um, it was like the Midnight Club. And then at the bottom, it said, experience the Flaniverse. Oh, see? Yeah, the Flan. The Flaniverse. The, the I was like, the what? Have you ever had a nice Flan? Well, I was just like... So the thing that immediately turns me off about this, though, in some ways, well, in a lot of ways, is the fact that it's uh, it's not a miniseries. It's uh, it's going to last several ongoing. seasons. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, I'll just wait till it gets canceled and watch it. Because yeah. what's the point yeah. of, of, of getting interested in a show that like Netflix can just cancel at a At any time. So it's just like, what's the... Yeah, I don't, it's not worth it. Yeah, and I do think, um, I do think it is targeted almost like 
for I think it's a YA show. Like it is targeted mostly to uh, like young adults. Jared, do you know about young adults? <laughs> yeah, they're bad. Oh yeah, Utes, I call them. You know about the Utes? <laughs> he knows. So tell me more about the Flaniverse. Um, not much to tell. I mean, other than the fact that I had no idea that it came out. I knew it was coming, and then there it was. And so, so, ooh, here's here's a here's a tweet. If you think FTX is the worst, biggest fraud in crypto, I have bad news for you. Good luck to the players remaining at the table. <laughs> vegan, vegan all over the place. I can smoke them. No. Smoked them. Um. Let's get another sloppy Joe. When's the last time you had a sloppy Joe? Ooh, it's been a long time. Like Real, a genuine sloppy Joe. Forever. It's been forever in a day. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make one tomorrow? Ooh, I got a scoop for you. I, I, okay. I got a scoop. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Live reaction here. This is a tweet. Okay, let's see. Live reaction. This is a tweet from... Uh, Garrett Duncan all the right movies at Twitter the morning after the Irishman was nominated for 10 Oscars and one none Martin Scorsese posted this uh, it looks like he's holding a dog and a cucumber well, look, it could be like a bowling pin or some sort of fancy lamp maybe a lamp yeah kind of like a bowling pin with some yellow stuff coming but, but out it, of it but it does look like a cucumber as well yeah or like a zucchini maybe with like zucchini fingers coming out of it you know about zucchini fingers what is this supposed to say i don't know he's he is the the image maker um what it, what does this mean for us as a people Jared, what does this mean for Canada? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Whatever. All right. Very well. Uh, cool. Well, we got movie. We got movies to talk Movie. About. Movies. Ugh. Yeah, I know. That's okay. We'll get mm-hmm. there. After the break, um, we we kill a guard and escape. The podcast what? guard. We escape. Oh. We get on the boat and, you know, swim to our island. Uh, Tell the story backwards. Nah, dude. I watched a movie about, like, politics. Oh. And we're back. 
This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. And tonight we're talking about Paul Robeson and the Paul Robeson Portraits of the Artist box set, Spine 369 in the Criterion Collection. Uh, we'll be doing this for four weeks, RJ. Can you believe it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And uh, we're kicking off with the, the first disc in this box set. Uh, the Emperor Jones from 1933, directed by, by uh, Dudley Murphy, and uh, a, a short documentary uh, that has its own spine number for some reason, Paul Robeson Tribute to an Artist from 1979, directed by Saul Turrell. Um, mm. So the one thing I noticed immediately or thought of, this is the first box set, and I don't know if there's very many of them, but uh, this is the first box in the Criterion Collection that is structured around an actor as opposed to an, a director or even like an actor director. You know, you're like Laurence Olivier's mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this is it. This is the this one's based on the guy in the movie rather than the man behind or more woman uh, behind the camera. Because eventually we get the, we start getting those uh, Ingrid Bergman box sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, there's not too, there's no there's not a lot of uh actor box sets from Criterion. I mean there's uh there is like um a Brad Dourif box set, but only I own it. It's, it's rare. I I'm I'm the only one who has that. Uh it, it was signed by Gary Collection. Not a lot of people know him. Um and we call it the uh what was this one called again? This box set? Portraits of the Artist. Yeah, the one we call is a portrait of an ass grabber. Right. So, uh, not that Brad Dourif is, but um, his movies grab grab you by the ass. Yeah. Because his performance with, with is so consent. Good. With consent, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, we're not doing anything weird here. Consensual ass grabbing. Sorry, press play. What can yeah. you tell me about Paul Robeson? Uh, what? don't you want to know about paul robeson number one why why does he have a box set uh civil rights activist paul robeson uh the man who brought us songs like um uh all i want for christmas is you like incredible songs incredible songs um i don't know dude i just i just learned about this guy he was a civil rights dude and, and a communist. Yeah, but a lot of that. Even though, like, I don't know. People, a lot of people are becoming communists now, so I get it, right? Right, <laughs> the good, the right kind of communist. Well, what about like the 1950s in America? How well, do they, capitalism. How, how do they feel about that? Capitalism wouldn't have it, Jarrett. Yeah. So, but uh, I would call him a civil rights activist mm-hmm. and a man. Who had a real nice voice. That's right, RJ. What, what, what did he like to sing about? He liked to sing about, um, like, grinding, like, on a skateboard. And how work was tough, but, uh, or, like, how high school is tough and the exams were tough. But, like, one day you'll get a girlfriend kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and he kind of whipped his hair, like, and he had eyeliner and stuff like that. I think he sang mostly about suffrage. You know about suffrage? What about rivers? Uh, are they old? Do they ding like cell phones? Uh, actually, that was my my computer. Your computer? Oh yeah, J- J- Jizz Dog doesn't actually own a cell phone. M- mooted. 
Yeah, it should uh, it should be noted. But yeah, um, don't believe in him. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He does like computers, though. I love the computers. Boy, howdy. Yeah, yeah. He's saying about a river and stuff, and that's pretty cool. Because who doesn't like a river? Who doesn't love a river? What about Old Man River? Do you know where you can find an Old Man River, Jarrett? Hmm. Does one run through a particular town and or city that we're familiar with? Well, Jarrett, I'll have you know about that uh, somebody's been sitting on a little meme for quite some time here. A little screenshot from a bona fide Criterion film Ooh. for some time. So that's going to come up here. But uh, when's the last time you hit the Old Man River on an inner tube? Never. Me, me also. Yeah. People, I've been invited before, and it's like, so I can go where there's like, Old Man River always has like high fecal warnings. It's like, oh, don't drink the water. That fecal stuff is up high. And, it's, and then everyone's like, we'll go tubing. Well, the, the dudes on the like embankment just jerking off in the bushes. Uh... What news do you subscribe oh, to? That, you don't remember that story? Is that Creeps News Now? Uh, that was like years ago, but it did it did go down. I, I think they failed to catch them. I mean, to be honest, and I don't mean this like in a weird way, but like, is there any situation where there isn't <laughs> the man a dude? <laughs> yeah. Like just somewhere around. Like <laughs> no. I kind of assume it's happening. Right now. Constantly. It could be happening everywhere. right in front of you and you wouldn't know. You don't know where my hands are. That's actually true. I can't see his hands. And I I have it on good authority that Jared doesn't wear pants when we record episodes. What are you talking about? Look at these, look at these, look at these leggings. No, no, no. Jared has... Jared just lifted up nothing but flesh. Was it a leg? Was it something else? Was it a ham? I can't say. Could have been, I, a, on, I, could have been a ham. Could have been a honey ham. I mm-hmm. I genuinely do not know. Yeah. Genuinely, do not know. Absolutely. What what do you know about Emperor Jones? I know Osmosis Jones. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you know about Osmosis Jones? It's shown <laughs> in high schools year years round. You want to hear a, a synopsis for Emperor Jones? Sure. Because this is 1933. This is pre-code. This is some uh, old like times of this before we had taglines, apparently. Mm-hmm. Unscrupulously ambitious, Brutus Jones escapes from jail after killing a guard and through bluff and bravado, finds himself uh, the emperor of a Caribbean island. Uh, I guess. That's kind of what happens, right? That is what happens. Yeah. So. Uh, let's just take us take us through uh, Emperor Jones, which is a movie that I had never seen before, mm-hmm. and uh, see see how it shapes up. So uh, it opens up. I guess it's like a Baptist church. Uh, it's a fun church where they sing. Yeah, lots of singing. Lots of singing. Um, and they're they're sending off Brutus Jones, who's going to go be a porter on a train. Man, are they going to miss him? Oh yeah. He really brought that place alive with his booming, <laughs> boombastic yeah. singing. That's right. So, mm. uh, his, his his best girl, uh, Dolly, sends him mm-hmm. off saying, you ain't going to go get mixed up in those fast girls, are you? And he's like, oh, no, not at all. 
<laughs> five what minutes, else does he say? It five minutes later <laughs> it's just like oh yeah this this dude's already on the as soon as he strays off the path rj he boom he's he's he starts work and he's off and running I feel like you were going to say something like this dude's on the floozies, the prowl or something, yeah. you know, Yeah. on the hunt. Yeah. Potentially. Opportunities throwing themselves at him. His best buddies who are just lighting up women. Um, They're doing what to the women? Lighting them up. Oh, and, okay. And, and then it's like, no biggie. They just like, hey, this is Brutus. You should dance with him. And you go, interesting. Hmm. Uh, so mm. the one thing I'll note this, with this movie, kind of like right off the bat, is it doesn't feel like a lot of other movies. I don't know if you had that experience. Like there is like a, it doesn't, when you think like 1933 mm-hmm. movie making, I don't know. I, I watched Pandora's Box not that long ago. That movie is like, what, five years like older than this, I think, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and that movie felt like, you know, a silent <laughs> film. And it felt like everything was happening on sets. Um, but th- this just felt like, I don't know, char- like, th- <laughs> felt very uh, believable. It felt like uh, non-professional actors, but these are people who are like able to just like settle into their roles. And just it, it just felt like, uh, like you were in these spaces a lot of the time when mm-hmm. watching it. Especially these rooms where it's like the craps games are being played. Um these um uh basically it's like where you're going on your off hours when you're not working on the train mm-hmm. um being the porter knowing people's secrets mm-hmm. um and knowing how to play the game so you can angle yourself up so you're soon on the the president's uh train Cart? car train car and uh you're you're getting to know a little bit about the ins and outs about some deals here and there maybe you can um uh, leverage that making a little bit more scratch and get told, well, I think there's big plans for you down in Georgia on another train because I don't want you, uh, you know, you can't be trusted. But at the same time, yeah, yeah, anyway. So we're we're watching kind of like the the rise, so-called, of uh, Brutus, Mm -hmm. who doesn't really get called by his first name very much in this movie. Uh, They call him Jonesy. Mo. Uh, Mo and uh, Jay Owens. <laughs> Jay Owens. Jay Owens. Yeah. I, I I like the Jonesy one. They go Jonesy. But, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? doing over here? But yeah, you get some uh, exciting games of craps. Yeah, talking. Can about, you talking about big dicks? Yeah, can you explain the verbiage here for me, please? Uh, I don't know. I, I it was all new to me. Oh, you you don't know about big dick craps? I don't. Okay. But they, they they yelled that a lot in this movie, and when you're watching with subtitles, it's real. It's great. Okay, let's see. Craps, Ooh. big dicks. Craps oh, oh. rules. Yep. The big dick ten is the ah. so-called big dick. Surely a reference to the size of a of a certain part of a gentleman's anatomy. What? Okay, a ten is a big dick. Apparently. Yeah. 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 I would. I'd, I'd say so. Ten big dick, the big one on the end. Puppy paws, a pair of sunflowers. <laughs> oh there, yeah, there, there's some podcast chuckles. <laughs> oh man, it's good stuff. Puppy paws is apparently the other word for it. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. So 
So Paul Robeson, um, yeah, sure. The, 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 the singer, uh, he started yeah, doing, sure. some, doing some acting. He was kind of a, a, a crossover uh, hit, I guess, with audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's there. This was based on a play or a book. Yeah, no, it's based uh, on a play. It's, it's a something. nineteen. It's a 1920s play, uh, same title, and in one of these one of these productions. Uh, Paul Robeson actually played Emperor Jones, and it kind of became this, you know, you know, successful enough. They're like, let's make the screenplay, and we'll use this big star of Oz, Paul Robeson. He'll do it. Mm-hmm. One of the things, and this is kind of getting ahead of ourselves. So the that little like short documentary that is the next spine number, um, it it did you feel like it played a, kind of fast and loose with chronology? Like it was just it, like it was like jumping forward and then jumping back like five ten years at a time and you go wait what like why are we why are we talking about this yeah. right now like we're not even we haven't his movie career stuff it's weird because it's like a it's a documentary or sorry it's a box set it's about the film and it's got this 1979 documentary that like is very much like a surface level kind of look at mm. paul robeson they're like oh and then this happened and he was a great american and it's all direct and it's all narrated by Sidney poichet yeah um i mean not only is it does it jump around all over? But like, wouldn't you like save something like that for the end of the box set? You think? Well, maybe uh, people need some context, like like us. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it's good where it is. I was just when I watched it, like they don't like get too into other movies because this thing's only thirty minutes long. But I was kind of like, it's like, are they going to talk about all the movies that we're going to watch in the next like? 17 weeks that we're doing this thing or and there's that because there's that kind of sequence where it's like ah here's some great actors who played othello white mm-hmm. guy in black makeup <laughs> white another actor in white and black makeup <laughs> orson wells <laughs> yeah and then they're like, Olivier. why is paul Robeson different than these other five people <laughs> it's like indeed <laughs> they do. They do draw attention. They do oh, like, for, acknowledge they, it for sure. But man, they could have. Yeah. They could have gone a little harder on that because um, it's like one of those like Yelp. Yeah, I know. But make it safe for the the audiences back then. They could handle it. I know. It's how would you handle it? So, anyways, uh, yeah. So Emperor Jones. So anyway. Uh, Brutus is running, living that like fast and easy lifestyle. All of a sudden, um, he's taken to the games. He's running girls. He doesn't care if they're jealous. He's like kicking them off his payroll when they when they ask for too much. It's mm-hmm. all very. I mean, probably the exchanges between her uh, or, or him and the, his like one girlfriend, the new girlfriend. It's a little little quick, and there's some some of the del- delivery doesn't quite work all that wonderfully but anyway mm-hmm. this this kind of sets the stage though of this jealousy uh that's brewing because so his buddy that he works with on the trains uh that that's his girl and he's kind of uh seeing her on the side even though he's got a girl on the side but he don't care about anybody anymore because he, 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 everything's turning up uh big dick for uh for big jonesy dick. so anyway he uh eventually Winds up going to a kind of like a I don't know black bar uh, where there's craps happening. It's like a craps club. Yeah, or and, not a craps club. But yeah, it's like a, a bar. A bar. And his buddy and his his yeah. his buddy that he's no longer friends with, 
they're both there and the, the hostility and tension is there because obviously his friend now knows that this guy's been banging his girl on the side mm-hmm. um and there's yeah, this tension building up between the two of them uh as they're calling out the, the names of their dice and this results in uh, a knife being drawn and uh his friend's trying to stick him but uh brutus is able to overpower him and basically stabs the guy with his own knife which is one of those things about knives where it's like yeah you could you could carry a knife to protect yourself but it seems like there's a very high chance you just might wind up getting stabbed uh when was the last time you got stabbed uh not, uh, not i knew a dude who got I... stabbed at a nightclub once oh good he, he survived that's good i should i shouldn't i should mention yeah right what did you think of that fighting did you think it was authentic uh, yeah, I mean, I felt it was it had a good energy to it. Uh, yeah. what, what I really loved, though, was the kind of the how it finished off, where the guy just stabbed and dead, and then everybody in the bar just goes right back to uh, gambling. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, because of course it's like, yeah, there is this thing like, who are you going to, who are they going to go to? Go to the police? I mean, the police showed die. up, and they look around. They're like, ah, you guys. <laughs> People die every day. People right? die every day. Right. And it's like, well, it's not worth the hassle. Because it's like, you go to them, they'll be like, wait, maybe you did this. Because they're, they're not the most uh, problem in this, in this period of time. Maybe uh, if you're uh, you know, a racialized person in America, you might not want to go run to the cops. Because they might be like, well, I don't want to really do anything. And uh, you sure look right for what we need. And then you find yourself in jail. Because of, you don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. I know. I know. You know what? One of my favorite memes is Jared. You remember? You know how people said we need to talk about memes more. You ever seen that meme from Spider Man where it's like the cop talking to Spider Man and the cop says, "You better be white under that mask." <sighs> classic stuff. Classic. Cla- classic stuff, man. Yeah. Just all around, like you ever seen a classic? Because that's just some classic stuff. That's what I got right there. Well, so classic. Jones yeah. finds himself. On a chain gang, mm-hmm. uh, doing some hard labor for this. Uh, some some would call this a murder, but it seemed like he was self defense. But uh, uh, yeah, it does. It definitely is self defense, or it's, it's what it should be. Should be, but again, uh, we don't see. There's no. There's, they don't have time for courts, trial stuff in this. Right. This is about yeah. keeping keeping things flowing, and he's singing because we gotta make sure that. Um, our man sings, our Paul Robeson sings. That's what he's. That's what he's there for. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the uh, the white guards, of course, not not a fan of this singing, and uh, they, they always have something to prove to him. And then so they get him to like open up the the hot box where there's mm-hmm. a guy who's been locked up in there uh, for trying to escape. And he they the guy the one particular guard was like, take this club and beat him. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. He's like, Well, I'm going to beat you. And so of course. He takes a beating, and then yeah. Gar starts beating the the poor man up on the ground, and Robeson's uh, Brutus uh, goes over, grabs a an axe or shovel or whatever, and just like, kind of like off camera kills him, mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, that would be something you wouldn't uh, be really wanting to show uh, in the, to audiences at the time is black on white violence. It I, happens off panel, off panel. But anyway, he escapes. Uh, he does one pretty bold thing where he kind of jumps into like one of these like cause it's like a quarry, I guess. Mm-hmm. He like jumps into this like rock truck, 
this like yeah tolling away rocks and he just tells the guy with the um the lift or whatever the scoop just to drop the rocks on me <laughs> and i'm like that's like risky isn't it <laughs> like you could just get killed anyways he's okay because yeah. it's only like a half hour into the movie or something like that so now he's yeah. on the run. He's he's on a, he goes to see his one girlfriend. Gets a file. Sh- shaves off his uh, you know foot cuffs, uh, and he catches a a boat to go to I guess like you know uh, the global south somewhere and like you know wherever he's going to go. And on his way, uh, he's he's working. He decides, yeah. you, know, you know what, shoveling uh, coal into this uh, steam thing uh, it ain't worth it. He's like, what's that island over there? <laughs> it's like, oh, a bunch of people just live over there. People, because a certain word starts popping up at this point, RJ. What kind of word, Jarrett? Tell uh, me while I blow my nose. Oh, a, a, wor- a word that begins with the letter N. And uh, we're, we're going to hear that word a lot at this point. Do you mean like... Um... Now, I don't want to be ignorant, but do you mean, like, the word with an N would be, like, like something pizza-related? <laughs> Does it got to do with pizza? Like, en- anchovies? Yeah, like anchovies yeah. or aneroni. Yeah. You know about aneronis? <laughs> knees. Knees? Oh, man, you got to watch your knees. Yeah. My knees are getting creaky now, actually. Uh-oh. Yeah. Years of abuse, I so, suppose. So, so those stairs. Uh, yeah, those five stairs I have in my house. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it's punishing. It's not, it's not going to get punishing. any better. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> Jones's brilliant idea. Uh, it's just like he just jumps off the boat and swims to shore. <laughs> I mean, it's not stupid if it works, right? And it did work because of, yep. of movie magic. It's mm-hmm. like, that was quite a distance he swam. Uh, yeah. He, I mean, he swims what, like a quarter mile, something like that, maybe even more. Full mile, could be a couple miles. Eight. Just swimming mile. Who knows? He could have hit that current wrong, and been he'd been fucked. So anyway, mm. he he reaches the island. Uh, he finds out there's sort of like this, like I don't know, self-appointed baron guy who's got mm-hmm. like this kind of like militia that kind of probably uh, lords over the people who live on the island and they just kind of trade in like f- simple farming stuff like mm-hmm. essentially uh getting exploited by oh, what's the guy's name smithers played smithers by, played by deadly digs oh boy this guy mm-hmm. he likes he likes pizza too rj he likes saying a certain word that also has starts with n neat All- Neat, yeah. He thinks yeah. Jones is a real neat guy. Yeah, he he sure likes to let him know how neat he thinks <laughs> thinks he is. Eh? Very neat. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, this guy's a scumbag. Uh, and basically, th- so so Jones shows up. He's like you know bedraggled and just swam there, and he's kind of being shoved. He gets brought to this like you know king on this island, and the guy's like, just toss him. Like send, mm-hmm. send, put him, send him on the next boat out of here lock him up and uh, of course this uh, Smithers guy's like well I'll buy him <laughs> that's what Smithers does he likes to buy black men uh, yeah, and, and force them to work for him yeah. he's it's very open about it very open and you're like whoa 
Mm-hmm. But but man, you got to keep your eye on Jones because this guy he's he's got schemes going on too, and he kind of hustles. He moves on up to Smithers, um, and uh, they they kind of have like a I don't know what you call it, <laughs> uh, bad guy buddy comedy thing going on. Light very light on the comedy. Yeah, it's just like you're a bad dude. I could be a bad dude and, and want to become a, wor- and a worse dude. Would like to be a bad dude. Let's be bad dudes together. Together, and but they, there's always one badder dude. Yeah, that's right. And so they start exploiting. Uh, Jones starts teaching the, the the people that live on this island about gambling. So he he teaches them about big dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so what ends up happening is uh, Jones moves in and makes a play uh, with his very convoluted and extremely dangerous guns bullet swap play where it's like mm-hmm. i switch this guy's bullets it's like he says let me tell you here man what if you shot me leave your gun around this, near this was reminded me of a, a, little, a little film article called dumb and dumber we're talking about the body armor it's like what if he shot you in the face and then it's what like if he shot yeah. you in the face? that's a risk we were willing to take uh-huh so anyway, yeah, it works what, out what if well you got a him. new gun? But he tells him, you have to kill me with a silver bullet. I, it's weird that he says that because it's like, you're, why are you opening up a vulnerability? He could have he just said, I cannot be killed. Do you know what I mean? And then right. that would have liked... Uh... And, and they would have taken him at his word. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean... Are you familiar, RJ, with a little thing called hubris? Hubris. I know about melees. Yeah. Are they related in any way? <laughs> George melees. George Malays? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Anyway. So, um, yeah, Jones becomes the emperor of this little place. And the power just corrupts him immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a real jerk. Beating, yeah. beating people. Uh, Lashing, giving out lashings. Oh, lashes left and right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not great. But yeah, it's like about how absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Is that a Spider-Man quote? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what Spider-Man's about. Is that from Spider-Man 2? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So anyways, uh, Jones go, p- pushes too far, but he does appoint some cool people. Um, mm-hmm. There's like, what is it, like the Baron of Baltimore? <laughs> Stuff like that. There's all the names of these yeah. places back then. I thought that was really cool. Um, and they just have these like these these people, these like husbands and wives, all dressed out, decked out in regalia. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, but anyway, he pushed too much, too many beatings, um, and suddenly the, the people have turned. And mm-hmm. uh, he's like, well, I don't care. I just, I'll just leave now with all the money. They can't, even if they try to kill me, it's like the money's already elsewhere. Because I, I'm smart. Yeah. I take care of myself. Um, but it's then some, um, head, some mind games are played. Mm-hmm. And ghosts rj specters of guilt real ghosts or metaphorical ghosts uh, that's hard to say mm. it's hard to say i think you do you know about metaphorical well ghosts, we're, we're, ta- we're, we're talking about hubris i think there, there might be some real specters some real spir- spirits going on perhaps or mind okay. or mind ghosts you could be i don't know could go either way. Uh, hey, that's for the viewer to decide. Th- this sequence is fairly long, even mm-hmm. for the fact that this movie is like 78 minutes long. This is about the last quarter. And yeah, yeah it, it occupies quite the chunk of the runtime. It seems mm-hmm. redundant. It could have been 
tightened up. But again, 1933 um, pacing is a little bit off, and it's also based on this. You know, it's an adaptation of a film, uh, or sorry, of a, a play. But anyways, uh, yeah, that silver bullet thing really bites him in the ass. And then where does uh, it get him? Right in the ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, so he's vanquished. Yeah, I mean, who hasn't been from time to time? Who you know what I mean. Been? And Smithers yep. gets like a last word in. <laughs> he goes, "I'm Smithers. Remember me? Remember me? Remember I?" He says, "I'm Smithers, baby." And then everyone goes, "Huh?" Yeah, classic Smithers, though. Yeah. One of the best. One of the best. One of the best. Yeah. So, anyways, um. I didn't mind this movie. Okay. I thought yeah. that uh, it just, yeah, we've we've been watching a long string of <laughs> movies recently, RJ. Yes, we have. And I feel like it really dragged us down um, in, in, you, in, in a lot of ways. Even did like, you name drop one of those films? Well, even like, you know, the Monsters and Mad Men collection. Yeah. Pretty lackluster stuff. When, mm-hmm. when Corridors of Bloods, the the peak of the box set, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of haunted stranglers going on. Some, <laughs> some uh, first man to the moon was like, I don't remember anything about those movies already. But even like even the the highfalutin stuff, your mouchettes, um, you're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, mouchette, eh? okay, right, mouchette, mouchette. So this kind of was a pulpy straightforward movie mm-hmm. um it it felt different enough like it felt like amateurish at times mm-hmm. um but there also seemed like uh, the performances um varied quite a bit too but it just it did not feel like a 1933 movie that we've watched before it's not like a fuck scaramouche right scaramouche. Like, which came out the year before i think 1932 and mm-hmm. that thing feels like a, an absolute dreadful relic of just like who the fuck cares about this? Emperor Jones kind of like you know, this is probably barely a B movie, but mm-hmm. at least it kind of is. I don't know, it's doing something, uh, and it, and it doesn't feel. I mean, you kind of know what's going to happen way before it happens but at the same mm-hmm. time there was sort of like a, oh like I, I still want to watch to find out what's what that thing is mm-hmm. i'm not sure how to also put it but you know i thought this was thought this was all right um i, I didn't really I, I had no idea what to expect from this paul robeson box set and i saw mm-hmm. emperor jones you see this poster this like mm-hmm. really classic 1933 painted poster of him luxuriating kind of looks like uh captain marvel the, uh, the yellow do does, you know what i mean he does actually yeah which is timely because you're such a black uh, adam is he fan. wearing is he wearing white pants he might be wearing white pants Jared. holy crap yeah see this is when confluence comes together where would you C- convergence yeah, convert well confluence. My, 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 my favorite dc event oh yeah yeah i thought you liked um what was it, villains month what was that uh <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah. Villains yeah. Month. Yeah, Black Adam had a Villains Month comic, I think. It probably I did. Think. Where would you rate rank this between uh like in terms of this and Tales of Hoffman? Oh god. I would watch Emperor Jones uh any day of the week over Tales of Hoffman. Oh, over Tales of Hoffman? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. 
definitely Tales of Hoffman. Definitely Tales of Hoffman. Yeah, I I have a soft spot for uh, pre-code stuff, generally. I mean, Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's something, even like when they're kind of, maybe not the best movie or anything like that, we're like, oh man, I can't wait to watch Emperor Jones again. That's not, it's not happening. Let's just be real frank here. I understand. uh, I'm kind of bummed out, though, that that um, Solomon's Mine movie uh is not in the box set because that's the or king solomon's mine that's the big one no but like it looks like that could be a cool one to watch too king solomon's mines yeah from 1937 i would have wa- i would watch that too and in this box mm. set one day we'll watch showboat that is criterion collectionized but i think it's like that only came out like a couple years ago so we're a good decade away from that mm-hmm so yeah, these are just kind of like weird little offcuts of uh, movies that are kind of just I think there to put Paul Robeson in the collection. And I mean, like, yeah, there's <laughs> he fits here better <laughs> than uh, a great many uh, films that we've watched, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, what did you think of Emperor Jones, RJ? Emperor Jones. I thought Tom Jones was the one and only <laughs> Emperor Jones. You know about Tom Jones? Yeah, I, I remember Tom Jones. Yeah, he's in Vegas vacation. Yeah. So that's a that's a good show. Um yeah, I thought this was all right. Like uh I'm kind of with you. I I do like some pre-code stuff. Like uh I will say like when whenever he was in a situation, I was like, I feel like I know how this is going to end. But then uh when he would jump from situation to situation, kind of kept me guessing. I was like, all right, so this guy's a church boy. That's cool. That's cool. And it's like he's going to be a porter. All right. Because I didn't look into this. I was like, is he going to be the like Emperor of the North? Like the master of the train? And then it was like, he was on a train for like five seconds. Yeah. And then he's out of the train. I was like, oh shit, this isn't a train movie? Yeah, he transitioned out of the train life. <laughs> yeah, he was out of the train life instantly. And I was like, oh, that's not what this is? I was like, is this a crafts movie? I was like, Gambler's back. I was like, look at him. He's got that big dick energy. Um, and then, And then he goes to jail. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this a jail movie? And then he was in jail, and then he gets bought, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Well, he was in jail. He was in jail for a, a hot minute. And, yeah, and, and then now he's now he's on a boat, and now Ooh. he's like swimming to this island. That, well, and then and and now he's like getting locked up again. It's it's very pulpy. Like it's just like, and then this happens, yeah. and then this happens, and this happens, and then we actually settle into the Emperor Jones portion of the of yeah. the film. Which is a, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, it bounced around a lot where it was like, for a while, I was kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen next. I was like, I don't know where this goes because I didn't look into it or anything like that. So then when he actually ends up on the island, I was like, ah, all right. I was like, maybe he'll be here for a while. And he was for a bit. Um, he was still doing his big dick stuff and uh, just tricking the people. And I do think Paul Robeson does have a, um, and he's got a, a presence, you know very commanding something about his voice and i don't know the way he like moves his mouth he's just like it's, it's so stern you're just like god damn yeah like, you know he's, he's got like, that's a man uh i, I believe he's, he's got some poise mm-hmm. poise 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 you like Mr. that poise yeah so uh he he is um he's entertaining to watch because you're just like man this dude's burly i like him dig him so he does that uh, and uh, I liked all the Emperor stuff, and, you, and then you get into some uh, Idi Amin Dada type stuff. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Big Daddy himself. Uh, you, you see a little bit of that, and you go, 
Okay. See, I, okay, I, I, I gotcha. Um, and then it turns, and then we do get the ghost show, which I, um, so I, I was pretty cool with this movie, and like, did I love this movie? Nah, but I, I was entertained by it, which yeah. is kind of like you're saying, that, like that's all you can ask for these. And that's days. all you can ask for is just being mildly entertained. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm on board. I'm on board. I did think the one kind of downside to this movie, if there was one for me, is just a, uh, the ghost scene, goes on forever i felt like because of how like short all the other intervals are like the ghost scene like it was it was going on for like 10 minutes and i was like okay i gotcha i was like this is probably done soon so i pulled up my phone looked at it for a second put it down it was still going i was like it's a little longer than i thought it would be and i checked the time code and there was like 10 minutes left still and i was like jesus christ i was like how long is this and i like to me the the ghost scene felt like 20 minutes of this movie was it 20 minutes probably not oh uh it was about 15 yeah it's a which is a long time especially since every other sequence in this movie is what like six minutes max yeah pretty much other other than the emperor stuff which is maybe 15 also i'd be curious about how the play is written like does it just start with him arriving at the island and then everything gets kind of backfilled I think you need that something earlier on beforehand to show him as like a con. Like it doesn't have to be all the stuff. Like I don't. I don't think you need the porter stuff or the town stuff. Like maybe, but I do think you almost need the the gambler stuff I just think- to show that he's like a he's kind of like a con man almost. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like he, I, I'm imagining what this would be as like a 1980 movie. That's mm-hmm. like. You know, widescreen. I'm not sure who you'd have playing uh, Jones, but mm-hmm. you could do the same story. It has some like Tangerine Dream score to it, uh, and, and this 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 movie could be like some some hot business. I I would completely rewrite it, but yeah, yeah you could do like a make this like a two hour movie, and I think it's got legs. I think there's only two people who could play Emperor Jones today. Okay, this is my what, dream. What, what about 1980? Okay, 1980, even better. You know who would have been Emperor Jones in 1980? Who? Tony Todd. Uh, he would have been way too young. And he's like, I don't know. Tony Todd. Because I, I always think about when he shows up in X-Files. Actually, okay, wait. I got, I got it. Do you you know in um From Dusk Till Dawn, the guy who like fights Tom Savini, and he's like, all right, sex machine. And he, he's like that dude at the huge. Who is that guy again? Who's that? Who's the big dude in uh, From Dusk Till Dawn? It's, pro- it's probably like Jim Brown or something. Maybe it is Jim Brown. Uh, you're. Is it Jim Brown? I'm not sure. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the cast. Downtown Jimmy Brown. Is that who's in From Dusk Till Dawn? Fred Williamson. He, Fred Williamson. See that? I don't know. He's that that lends to be like kind of more of like a black exploitation like cheap movie i don't know i just think that dude has also has a poise a bravitas as some would say i've seen I, i've seen a lot of fred williamson stuff and i don't know i, I wouldn't want him in this role i'm, I'm thinking no. like I'm, I'm thinking prestige movie like sydney poitier no is that who you're thinking no, of sydney poitier is not big enough okay well who would you cast as uh I don't know. what about now consider this what about Mr. T? <laughs> if it was done in the 80s. No. Not as exploitation. Man, you're not allowed, you are definitely not allowed to cast people. 
ever again. I think ever. I think Fred Williamson's a good pick, mm. and I think other people would agree with me. Okay, uh, what about now, RJ? What about now? What? Who, who, who's 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 playing Emperor Jones in twenty twenty two? Yeah, fifty cent. Yeah, hundred percent. He's, he's pretty old though now. He is old, but Emperor Jones is a little like. How old is Emperor Jones supposed to be? Like thirty or yeah, like twenty? I, I don't think he's a very old. Let's see, how old? Like was, under thirty. I'm curious how old Paul Robeson was when he was in this movie, because this is the thing though. This is like a weird slice scale. Okay, he was thirty six. It... He was thirty six. Yep. Okay. All right. Who's gonna play? Thirty five. Thirty five. He was thirty five. Yeah. Okay. Do you know Pete Davidson? Uh-huh. Because maybe he could play Emperor Jones. Okay. Maybe that's just a, That's a different movie, RJ. It could be. It could be. Okay. No, I I mean I do think fifty cent would have been good. Like ten years ago, fifty cent would have been good. Okay. And the movie I would want to watch is what I mean. Okay. So current day, I'll think about that for a second. Who's the new Paul Robeson? <laughs> oh, you know what it is? You you still haven't watched Atlanta yet, right? Nope. That guy he he's in Atlanta. He's in lots of movies now too. He was in uh, what was that movie? Um, the Marvel one that nobody watched. Oh, uh, Eternals. Okay. <laughs> uh, Brian Tyree Henry. That dude could be current day Paul yeah. Rubson. Does he sing? In Atlanta, he is Paperboy and he's a rapper. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna give it to Brian Tyree. Okay. Henry. Um, and then we also watched for 30 whole minutes, uh, Paul Robeson, Tribute to an Artist. Uh, the yeah, synopsis is, this Academy Award-winning documentary short, Paul Robeson, Tribute to an Artist, narrated by Sidney Poitier, traces the career of Paul Robeson through his activism and his socially charged performances of his signature song, Oh Man River. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's exactly what it is. This is a kind of a puff piece. I think it came out right after he died or like shortly after he had died. So it was whipped together pretty quick. Yeah, there's something like there's I feel like there, they could do a lot more with the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we died in 76 and I think it came out in 79. So it was a few years after the fact. But I don't know how many people talk about Paul Robeson these days. So, I mean, that is one of the uh, benefits, I guess, of Criterion putting out these box sets because it does put attention toward Mm -hmm. figures that you just otherwise would not talk about. Because this is like, often there's like this thing that's emphasizing that he's like, he was a communist. And it's like, I don't even know if he is actually specifically a communist as much as it kind of more, like you you kind of noticed, like this was like a civil rights uh, advocate. And, uh, but there's also kind of uh, supported, you know, Soviet policies, which of course, like that was just like a no go. Mm-hmm. You just don't do those sort of things. But um, yeah, like, but his like the, the the documentary does a pretty sloppy job of mm-hmm. honing in on anything he had to say at all, other mm-hmm. than like him being an activist and going to like you know pro labor stuff and people like you know in Australia and you know singing and the fact that like the song the lyrics change as time goes on um, to emphasize certain things. Uh, depending on the audience that he's singing to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then, I mean, there's like the footage of him, like, of course, this is like 
post-1950 and, you know, with your, uh, you have your list of subversive organizations type of shit going on in HUAC uh, going on where you're like, they're trying to ferret out the commies. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, oh, he's sympathetic. He's traveling around the world and he, he's at the Paris uh, treaties and stuff like that. Um, and he's singing and he's, he's, he's singing in Chinese <laughs> during the, yeah. uh, and they're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not what, that's not what McCarthy's wants. So, um, so they take away his passport. They, they fuck him out of the ability to like travel freely, uh, as mm-hmm. he would want, uh, because they're just like, well, it's not in the interest of America for you to be able to travel on this. So he gets like stuck in for America 10 for 10 years, like, basically a decade, uh, until it gets overturned in the Supreme court because it's not like, cause again, this is where, uh, totalitarian state stuff or like authoritarian state stuff kicks in and uh, dictates mm-hmm. how a person can uh, move about their life and this guy's uh, kind of falls along the line of the uh, you know, these sacrificial lambs in terms of uh, being ground into the gears of like not being able to do what you want because of uh, mm-hmm. opinion of opinion and that's what it seems like most like he, like he kind of said he might have been not even a supporter, just like sympathetic to it. And like, from what I could tell from this 30 minute doc, his big thing was just like, shouldn't people be allowed to like have any political view? And they're like, fuck no. Yeah. They're like, get out of here. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Well, I mean, this is the thing, right? Is like, yeah, this note here is like, Robeson's political activities began with his involvement with unemployed workers and anti imperialist students in Britain, and it continued with his support for the Republican cause during the Spanish Civil War and his involvement mm-hmm. in the Council on African Affairs. So, you know, he was against, you know, fascists and bad people. Because, man, there's like the that clip of, uh, <laughs> Uh, what was it? I think a concert he was trying to do in the uh, southern states, and you know, you, oh, yeah. you, you get a little slice of southern hospitality, and there's this guy that shows up in multi in two clips, and it's the same dude. I swear, he's really mm-hmm. fond of that word "neat" as well. He likes saying how neat uh, Paul Robeson is. He say, "Hey, you neat man, hey, you're neat. why don't you go back to neat town?" <laughs> And Paul Robbins says, "Is like, all right, I guess I'll leave." Well, it's like yeah, the concert happens, and then but no, it's like because yeah, it's not just like he has to leave. It's like oh no, he performs, and the people who went to it, they 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 have to like drive through the rabble, and then the police just stand there and let mm-hmm. beatings happen, and they go, "Oh come on, guys, you know what mm-hmm. you signed up for? You know people just need to blow off a little steam." And like, oh, boys will be like, boys. And it's like, oh, look, they're, 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 that it was like white people are beating that black man. And you mm-hmm. go, huh. And oh, there's that guy again talking about how neat everything is. Yep. He says, I'm here to tell you. And Paul Robeson played football. Yeah, until they erased his history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. In retaliation for uh, yeah. his unfavorable political views at, uh, was it Rutgers? Or, yeah, Columbia. or Columbia, one of the one of the places you went to. One of those, and they're just like, they're like they they like uh, expunged him from the team, making the team the first ever ten man team in football history. And it's like, but it wasn't because he existed. <laughs> just just because you don't like him now doesn't mean that you can. I mean, I guess that is what they do. They, well, they erase RJ, people's histories. Ne- ne- never underestimate the pettiness of white men. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, look, look at the stuff yeah. I do every week. Look, look, this podcast is a prime example. This podcast is the example. 
which is too bad. No. Too, too bad. Yeah. So anyways, we got that going for us. We sure do. Yeah. Sure but do. So this is this is all well and good and this is cool, but I, I do there was an Australian guy who uh, watched this this week and his kind of thing was like, This should just be an extra and I kind of agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it isn't. It is like I do think it is helpful, but fine that. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's, it's a strange it's, spine number on its own. Right, is what I mean. But yeah, yeah sometimes that's how they do it. Uh, I guess for yep. our purposes, it forced us to watch it, so yeah, we, we know a little bit more. Yeah, and I mean it's good for that because yeah, I do know more about him now, and I wouldn't have watched this unless we had to. But uh, it does seem it's like a thirty-minute little uh, floof. It does seem like a strange spine number but you know who am i to say i don't know you're nobody i sure ain't no paul Robeson. i'll tell you that much sure, sure not well not with that squeaky voice of yours huh <laughs> huh <laughs> yeah i'm not nasally yeah you heard you're me. nasally what else i is have that? a booming voice no i'm booming i was just curious what else uh the director of the Emperor of the Emperor Jones is directed Deadly Murphy. I think he did Osmosis Jones. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. He did that. There's like this experimental film. Uh, he apparently co-worked on or did something on uh, Ballet Mécanique with Fernand Leger, which is weird because I've seen this thing at least a couple times in uh, in art art school. RJ, mm. what school? In the art school. The real one? The real one. Or the fake one. Uh, some stuff with uh, Duke Ellington. And oh, yeah. Don- I know yeah, Duke. I know these. Yeah, he's done some uh, short. He did some stuff. Some short works. Like Dance Macabre. That's cool. Fast. Fascinating. Fast Bender. So this is kind say. of like, yeah, this is kind of an odd uh, little movie here we got st louis blues queen of the blues and this all black cast short legendary blues singer bessie smith finds her gambler lover jimmy messing with a pretty younger woman he leaves and she sings the blues with chorus and dancers hmm. i mean that is pretty cool when you said some sort of like small and like experimental film i thought you meant like eternals or oh, something right yeah you know, like something that's like not for everyone, but like if you give it a shot or something, you might find like the joy in it. Mm. You know about joy? Uh, no, I I know no joy. Oh, okay. So you're doing the Criterion creep? Correct. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear from people who have strong opinions? Why would anyone have vague. strong opinions? Uh, about uh, these they're very they're they're vague opinions. They're, these are okay. yeah, they're not. Yeah, not too not too hepped up about anything. Well, okay. Right. How about N F half a star? I see him. I cannot rate this. Paul Robeson carries the film with a wonderful performance. The that the film has unpleasant tones running through it, due to the provisions of the Hayes Code. We know that his character, who has killed a man and escaped from prison, will not end living his life happily ever after. But his degeneration back to br- quote brainless African savage unquote was not what I expected Paul Robeson was an extremely Um, intelligent man and talented actor it's a shame the color of his skin meant that he had to play the caricatures that cinema goers were felt able to cope with back then 
I mean, I don't think that's the intent. I don't think so either. That that seems like at to be all. like, yeah, like it's like he clearly <laughs> like could have not done the role, and he I, did. He he played it multiple times, and I, yeah, if you, I don't know, that seems like somebody who wants to just be offended. I think, I think like, that's a person tra- who is uh, <laughs> applying like outrage to something that doesn't actually involve them. You know what? Like what? you know, classic white woman stuff, Jared. Whoa. You know what I mean? Whoa. Because I feel like it was just like, Uh-oh. no, this is just a dude who gambles a lot and like manipulates things. I don't think his race is. Oh, can we talk? Well, I mean, there is like we, one could talk about that element to it and like the yeah. role, but it's like, but this is also about power. And I mean, there yeah, was an element is. to me like I think that it's a different context. I mean, this this kind of would fall into like the the Scarface camp, right? I mean, sure, because this isn't just like well, because he has to be punished because he's black. It's like well, no, it's like that happened to the the white gangsters criminals too. Uh, he's just a dude now, who wants now one could say that there's like a lack of di- maybe of diversity of depictions of, of black men and this is the one where yeah. oh, this is what happens when they get power is they turn to this and it's like well that's just what this movie's about I don't yeah. know this, this is some uh, leaping I, let me tell you about Anne Anne says that she is a late arrival to the marvelous world of film which I find interesting because does that mean she never watched movies until kind of like late in her life? Do you think that's what she meant? Favorite films include Peppa La Shit, Groundhog Shit, Cinema Parachidio, and this is Spinal Shit. Uh, half star films include Braveheart, Old Boy, Antichrist, Devil's Rejects, Pink Flamingos, Gummo, and one of Jarrett's favorite films. No, not Maniac. She gave that half a star, too. But Porky's. <laughs> she half-starred Porky's. So these are all half-star movies. Those are all half-star films. Uh-huh. Every one of those. Uh-huh. Just so you know. Okay. So take that for what it is. Yeah, okay. I mean, there you go. Half, half-starring Maniac. Yeah, that, half a star. That That's the whole enchilada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did it, and... You totally you ruined Star Wars for me, Anne. I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> Woke Anne. Shit. Some people call it very dated as well. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a fucking hundred year old movie. <laughs> In ten years, Jared, this movie will be one hundred years old. This movie felt old to me. <laughs> it, it, it just there was no soundtrack. The editing was bad. And you go, okay. I see a lot of people are calling it a terrible adaptation, and it's like, are you a big I fan saw, of the source material? Well, they they saw ropes in in Harlem in nineteen twenty eight. They'll yeah. tell you. I mean, I just I. How big of a fan are you of the the screen treatment of Emperor Jones? Tell me, please. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me. Right. Any more for them, or are we moving on to tribute? mm Hmm. Uh, yeah, we can move on to tribute. There's only like really one that I'll even note. Uh, this is from Hombre Palido, mm-hmm. two stars. Didn't know much about Paul Robeson before this, and while it was great when covering his acting career, it fell way too short covering his political life. Robeson was based to all hell, based RJ. This documentary was not okay. just say he was a commie, it makes him cooler. I mean, I don't know about cool, but it's just, like, who he was, yeah. man. Um, 
Ombre Polito says, I used to say howdy, ironically, but now I can't stop. That's how it starts, RJ. Big fan of GDT. They just watched those uh, Cabinets of Curiosities as well. Heck yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Let's see. They just watched Green Lantern Beware My Power, <laughs> and they gave it a two star. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. That's remember, cool. remember those days, RJ, when you could, when you'd watch like a a DC animated movie. I used to watch them. I, I know. Remember those days, and then you'd I be do. like, in your letterbox, you'd go on there and be like, oh, two stars, and then you'd watch another one, thinking maybe this one will be good. I heard this is the best one they've made yet. It's yeah. the best. It's the best Disney Plus Star Wars show. Batman Andor. Yet. Batman Andor. Bandor. Batman Andor. Robin. You might have something on your hands here. They you might, might be getting case. a You might be getting a call from John Disney pretty pretty soon here. What about Chris Disney? Chris Disney Chris Disney might have been like do you know about Chet Hanks? Yeah. Cuz I think Chris Disney got Chet Hanksed. Do you know what I mean? Too many summers. Not enough winters. No. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> any final thoughts on part one of paul robeson of this film we, we yeah of all these films we got that's like yeah i don't know at least people who are like there's not much to say about them that they have I mean, strong opinions about them and, and the ones that are like negative it's like yeah sure i sure thought they were fine yeah i mean i mean the, i think the documentary is like kind of like pretty underwhelming it's just yeah. like here you could also read Wikipedia, but this time this one's going to be read by Sidney Poitier. Yeah, and, then and it's always like it feels like there's he's like one minute away from saying and being being a great American, <laughs> like and, and, yeah. being, and making some weird proclamations because like we don't want to say anything too bad about the greatest country in the world. Yeah. And they say and because America is about freedom, and he was here for the freedom of man. Thank you, John. He, he truly was. Bobby. An Ameri- American hero. What? What accent was that, Jerp? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> your your hair's getting real Brad Duraffy, though. <laughs> Is that a good thing? I don't know. Brad Duraff not, not from Eyes of Laura Mars. <laughs> no. Jarrett. Actually, Andrea gave me a little trim in the garage the other day. <laughs> yeah. Just a little trim, just like a you know, just like a, a zip. But the scissors we have are real shit ass, and they were pulling my hair, and I was just sitting there crying for like an hour. I was like, "Stop!" <laughs> my hair's already dead. I said, "Stop!" He's already dead. Yeah. 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 Crusty, crazy. Crusty Shackleford. Anyways, after the break, we're still going. We're hey? we're going to be fighting the ghosts of the people we've killed on this podcast. There's going to be a lot of jokes on it. A lot of jokes we've killed, RJ. On uh, what you have. You're, you're horrible, huh? But we'll kill you with a silver bullet. Because you're also a werewolf. I might be a wolfman, but I ain't no werewolf. Take that back. Jamaica, ooh, I wanna take you.
Kokomo, you know that Beach Boys song? Yeah. Down in Kokomo? <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the... How most people even know Kokomo exists, usually. Kokomo. Are you telling me you wouldn't want to go to Kokomo? Kokomo. That's where I want to go to get away from it all. Way down in Kokomo. Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Ooh, oh, why baby. don't why don't we go to a place called Coco? Off, off the Florida Keys, there's a we'll place. We'll get there faster if we take it slow. Bodies in the sand, tropical drink melting in your hand. Mm-hmm. We'll be falling in love to the rhythm of a steel drum band mm-hmm. down in Kokomo. Mm-hmm. That's where I want to go. Kokomo. If Emperor Jones landed in Kokomo, totally different story. Totally different story. Totally different story, Jerry. <sighs> <Yeah>, Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> Bermuda. It's like, oh, shit, he builds back. <laughs> did, did you... That, uh, that gif I posted on Discord of the man just vomiting on himself. Like recently? Yeah. This is like well, this is like weeks ago. <laughs> Discord is the fastest growing community in the Criterion Creeps pantheon. We have multiple posts a day. Weeks ago? That's not recent. Well, that, this was like, well, I mean, it wasn't like months ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh... Lawrence knows, what, well, Lawrence knows what I'm talking about. Here, I'm, here we'll, live, we'll live feed you. <laughs> this is what you would think of Bermuda. <laughs> Bermuda. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> he had too many Miller lights, my man. He did. Just a few too many Miller lights. We've all been there. No, we haven't. We've all... <laughs> been there dude don't get high and mighty on me now we've all been there we've all been there i think did you heart that or was that the i i did not heart that i i hit close on my chat so i don't know who's hearting your thing every time every time you open up skype that's gonna be there for a while uh, until you spam me with other things. Uh, like Bermuda. You love it. Well, Bahama. Come on, Bahama. pretty uh, So next week, RJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got an email. Criteriaincrease at gmail.com. Sure. We've got YouTube. Just a big pile of YouTube. Uh, we've got Patreon. We're on Discord. If you want that Discord, though, you got to... You gotta pony up that cash. Pony up the bucks. Get, get into that patrons. And Give me then, the boot. 
We've got well, we have the podcast. I don't know if you know that. Um, we have a podcast. I know we just started it, Holy and uh, yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Uh, Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barn Loaf. 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 Uh, you can see RJ post stuff on Instagram and Twitter. I do. The yeah. engagement is uh, off off the charts. I I mean that's the thing. Is it helping or is it hurting the podcast? Who knows? Who knows? But if you join our Discord, uh, you buy me a PS5, and guess what? I'll say your name on air at least once. It's at true. Least. You'll you'll say your you'll say their full name. Awkward, their full name in this very awkward fashion. And their uh, and, and, address. And you, and you might even call them racist. <laughs> well, I mean, if the if the shoe fits, you're gonna really just you'll you will gladly disparage and not people you don't even know. With their full name. Oh, I know them. Very actionable of you. Oh, I know them intimately. Intimately. Hey, I'm, I'm posting a, a, a real uh, spicy jif uh, uh, here into the Discord in, in Creepsville, so people won't even know what we're talking is it, about. Is it the puke? Nope. One again? No, you'll see. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh man. <laughs> it's happening. He's going to get you. Oh, he's he's gonna he's gonna do something. He's gonna get you. And that's when the cosplay comes off. You know what I mean? But where where's the sexy one? We never we never found it. I, I sent you what I found. It was either yeah, that's a, that's that's not real though. It was either large breasted, um, <laughs> brunette women, and green guys, or it was large breasted. Potentially Korean women. <laughs> I think that you really have to say they're Korean women. Korean women. Yep. I mean, some of them do look like <laughs> they, they look like they're in the host yeah. kind of. You know what I mean? I don't know. Everyone has access to Dolly. Do it yourself. Tell me what you think. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> next week, Paul Robeson, part two. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, we're skipping that one. I know. No, nah, we're just gonna pass it. It's okay. Ooh. Oh, Sam Sanchez here with Bagooligans. Oh man, that'd be a great group chat name. The Bagooligans. But the Bagooligans. Mm-hmm. Great, great name for a little a little kid's soccer team. I'm gonna tell him. Call your kids' soccer team that. I don't know if his kid plays soccer or not, but I'm telling him. This is a thing that other people can be on Discord. And look, nobody even listens to the last part of our episodes. The best part of every episode. Is that because it's over? Uh, yeah, and all inhibitions. Yeah, we really are, throw are up our gone. hands. It's like, fuck it. Jared's calling, like, listeners racist. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, I don't know, really cool, wholesome stuff that it, cool. there's no problem with. <laughs> You're talking about cool stuff for once? Talking about cool, wholesome well, see, stuff. See, the whole episode is just about warming up to this point. I got to say, I think we've all said the whole a lot in the last five seconds here. Was there a W on that hole? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's like a, like a win? Is that like a win hole? A win hole? Sometimes you got to pay extra for that, buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... Eat shit, one and all. Good night. Well, all right. (laughs) God bless.